Hella proud to be black, man. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth, man. Family Room Podcast, episode 49. I'm Mike Rohn. Jesse Williams. And like I said, it's episode 49, man. We happy to be back in here. Happy to be back together with my bros. Again, we're supposed to have guests today. But one of them uh, wasn't able to make it this morning. So so it's the usual gang, man. It's the usual gang. For Juneteenth, man, I had to make sure I played something like Proud to Be Black. I was going to go with uh, Say It Loud by James Brown. But I was like, you know, everybody know that one. Let me give him a little Run DMC. Everybody don't know Proud to Be Black by Run DMC. Man. My president is black. Mm. We might close the podcast with that. What y'all been up to since the last podcast, man? Talk to me. Sure, went out with the fam over the weekend. Went to go see them up in Riverside, you know what I mean? Having kids is always something different, man. You know, nieces and nephews, I love them. Can't get enough of them. I feel it. What about you, Steph? What you been up to, man? Uh, I celebrated my second um, year ah, anniversary. I knew that. After I said, said happy Juneteenth, I meant to say happy anniversary. Happy happy second anniversary, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, we celebrated our uh, second one anniversary um, two days ago. Um, just chill. Just chill, really. Um, we was a little skeptical about going out, but we braved it. We went out to a restaurant. They was doing that. Um, What's the re- what restaurant that we go to? We went to uh, Cheesecake Factory and Escondido. They're doing a really good job. Um, social distancing, all that jazz. Like, felt comfortable in there. It wasn't weird. Like, it seemed like people trying to get back to life. But um, we got we got dinner, had some drinks, um, and then we chilled, man. Then we we just went back home and binge watched. Um, how to get away with murder and if, uh, the new season. If y'all don't watch that, bro, y'all gotta watch that shit, man. That shit is so good, bro. But yeah, that's what we did, man. We kept it simple. Since we couldn't go there was, Oh, we did do a photo shoot. I saw that. I don't know if y'all saw the picture. I haven't posted them yet, but Bird posted them. I felt yeah. bad. I felt like I was supposed to do that for y'all. Um, well, we figured you was busy or something, and it was kind of spur of the moment. We was like, let's do this. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I remember last she time. She do want to do. She do want to like same theme. She want. She wants you to do a photo shoot for. Because I remember last time y'all came over to mom and dad. She asked me uh what my availability was mm-hmm. for an anniversary shoot for y'all. And then when I saw it on the gram, I was like, dang, did I forget? And I was like, but she didn't hit me up neither. Yeah. So there's Cause that. Because it, it was spur. We was like, we don't know what we were gonna be doing. We didn't even know if we was gonna go out or do anything. And like we knew, like we knew that we was gonna chill. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like spend a day together or whatever. But we didn't really know how it came. But she still wants to do that, though. She still wants to do that. Well, happy second anniversary, man. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Congratulations, man. That's appreciate dope. It. That's dope. That's dope. Besides that, man, I'm just 
chilling to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, man, I had an extra day off this week. Mm-hmm. Chilling. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, work. And it was right before my two days off, so I got three days in a row. It was nice. Oh yeah, that's the point. It was nice. I, I had to call in, let them know, but you know what I mean. But I had to do it. <laughs> gotta do. What you gotta do. Yeah. Like I wasn't feeling the greatest, and it was my wedding anniversary. It just, it was, it was an easy, you know, it was an easy. Oh man, might as well. What you been up to? How you been? I've been good, man. I've been busy. I've been uh, busy editing. I had a couple parents reach out to me. They got some, uh, cause you know, kids ain't, ain't no kids playing AAU, which is like when they, you know, AAU just got started back though. It will, up until now, nobody yeah. had been playing AAU. So I had a couple parents reach out to me, send me a. Uh, one parent that I've actually never filmed his son before, he logged into the huddle, gave me the, the login to the huddle so I can go in there and try to download some of the videos. But that's it's hard to figure out what huddle is. But he sent me the uh like some YouTube clips. That's some, crazy because uh, huddle, you, what you gotta sit down and watch all his tape. That's crazy. And that's what I told him. I was like, and dude, he's the, like what? the cool. He's one of the coolest white dudes in the world. This dude, this dude, <laughs> this dude's parent. But I told him like, hey fam, that's what I need you to do. Go through to the games and timestamp when he score and when he assists. If that's what you want me to put in a video, timestamp it, and I'll go and I'll yeah, go and grab I it. I expect you to watch all of that. I'm finna watch the whole game now. He said one of them what when he recruiter? he sent me a YouTube clip of when he played against San Diego High and he was like, well, I mean, he played the whole game and he had 30 points and eight assists. So that one, I'm like, I could watch that. No, like, yeah, yeah, that's easy. It's a lot of buckets and a lot of. But assists. you got an 18 point game. And, and the team had 60. Yeah, you didn't get off till half. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> now I got to watch the whole first half of you. Yeah, so, I, so, I've, been, so I've been doing that. in and out. <laughs> so I've been, uh, I've been doing that. I uh, just started uh, being like the kind of like the in-house photographer at the, at the radio station I'm working at now. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and uh, took pictures of one of his, uh, one of his podcast hosts, <laughs> which is interesting because, um, so yeah, I was telling y'all, I told y'all off the mic, but I was going to tell y'all on the mic. So, um. Oh, real quick, cause I gotta help and get out this hoodie, man. I'm mad hot. Shout out to my guy over at Trill Consciousness, man, keeping me fresh. The same hat and same hoodie from last time, man. But I want to make sure that I they could see it in the main. Um, I'm to make sure I promote my guy, man. Y'all go check out his Instagram. He got a lot of dope stuff over there, man. I gotta get out this hoodie. I'm mad hot. Everybody go see my uncle Phil. <laughs> I'm gonna speed this part up or black the screen on this part. Let's <laughs> go come back. Hey. <laughs> Still got your hat on, Brody. I had to come up out of the, uh, come up out of the hood. Hit him with the fingers afterwards. Hot, hot, hot. Um, keep you warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the show for sure. Y'all yeah, know I'm a cold nigga, so I'll be needing that. It's nice yeah. and thick. Um, but yeah, I was about the, um, at the radio station taking pictures. And so, uh, some things happened, and I was blessed to now have my own radio show. So before I had, I had my own sports segment as a part of an existing radio show. And so now some things have happened, and I've been blessed to have my own radio show. And I'm going to give you all the whole, like, pretty much the whole 90% of what happened. Mm-hmm. I could give you everything, but it, even 90% is going to take a while. So um, I reached out to him initially. He didn't find me. I found him because yeah. I was just, like, looking, clicking on different um, hashtags on Instagram and on, and on Facebook, just trying to find people in San Diego that I could work for. I just, all I wanted to be was his cameraman. Mm-hmm. He pitched me the idea about having a sports segment on his After show. After he saw your stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he went to my YouTube, saw my, sh- he saw a link up with Michael Flicks, like my on the court interviews. He's like, bro, you pretty good, like you should, you know what I'm saying? So we did. I'm like, oh, that's dope, that's dope. Um, so it came in, we did that right months ago, right before the quarantine. I um, I shot an interview for him, and as a part of like bringing me onto the team, he interviewed me on his show, like before mm-hmm. I ever had a segment. Just like, oh, this is gonna be my sports guy. Talk to him, get to know him. So we did that right. 
um, and how he promotes how he promotes his um his interviews. He does a TikTok, mm-hmm. and he like rips that video off of TikTok and puts that on Instagram as a way to promote. Like, oh, I'm here with my boy Mike. Da 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 da. So we did the interview, did the TikTok, um, and then the quarantine happened, and I see him posting videos and posting content, but he never posted my interview, which is fine. It's like the quarantine, things have changed. I understand you might be trying to hold some content because you don't know when you get back in the studio. Mm-hmm, I get that. Mm-hmm. And so I honestly just reached out to him like, hey, what's up, bro? Are you going to post that interview? And then he hadn't said anything for a while. And I literally said to him, I'm not tripping if you're not, but can you send it to me? I want to post it on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't replied. So I didn't ask him about the TikTok. I'm like, hey, yo, can I, can I get that? Were you going to do anything with that TikTok? Because I'll post that too. And he hit me with this long, like, damn, bro, you supposed to be part of our team. Why would I not post your video? That's that San Diego shit I be talking about. And da 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 like, we like, went on a full rant? When we first met, we talked about, like, I said to him how San Diego people don't stick together and this, that, and the third. And he tried to, like, hit me back with it. That's that San Diego shit we was talking about. You getting yeah. da 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 I literally texted him back, whoa, bro, chill. I was honestly, honestly just asking because I was going to post it myself. Relax. And he said, oh, my bad. And I replied to that with, and furthermore, I'd like to be able to ask you honest questions without you yeah, going feel crazy. Like, feeling away. You clearly feel away. He said, yeah, you're right. Cool. And y'all know me. It's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Sweep it under the rug. I'm not tripping. Um, so that's before the quarantine. He ends up posting the video, sending me the stuff so I could post it myself. Um, and so now that we're back in the studio, we're back working. Um, our fir- the first week, I had my guest there, uh, Novi and Cherry, who plays pro over in uh, El Salvador. He had a guest on there that just moved here from L.A. He throws parties and stuff. He actually has a mansion party this weekend. Y'all should go find O.C. Lord on Instagram and go uh, go hit up his party. He's a real cool dude. Um, and so he sent me the YouTube so I can log into the YouTube and post it, which I really didn't want to do. But I'm like, I have the videos. I could just post it, even yeah. though I don't really want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, can't get into the YouTube. He's locked out. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. I have both the videos. I have both the interviews. I'm only in one of them. My plan was always going to be I'm only posting my sports interviews on my channel. I'm not going to post your interviews with these people that I don't know. On your channel. On my channel. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm not interviewing them, mm-hmm. nor do I promote parties and rappers on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now, if a rapper hits me up, like some have done, like, hey, yo, I see you making videos, put my song in your video. I'll do that, but I'm not finna interview a rapper on my YouTube channel. On your sports thing. I don't do that. Yeah. It's not what I do. I show love to everybody, but that's not what my channel's for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I should just read it to you verbatim. But um, so he couldn't get into the YouTube. He made a new one and he sent me the YouTube uh, to log in and... So I, ha- I have it now, but we, we agreed that we're only going to post on Saturdays. And he sent me the new login stuff like during the week, like on a Tuesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I never posted the videos because we Wait post Saturday. on Saturdays. Like yeah. you got to be consistent when you're trying to build an audience. They have to know it's coming on Saturday. Yeah. If you tell people Saturday, it has to come Saturday regardless of what happened. Mm-hmm. Facts. So I didn't post it. Um, last Sunday... He's uh, hitting me up. He, he called, in his defense, he called me a few times throughout the week. But I'm like, I got two kids, being my wife. I be chilling with my parents. Like, I could have answered the phone. But if it's not nothing really about something that's really that important or about some money, I'm going to just text you, fam. Like, mm-hmm. I'm with my family. I'm going to just text you, fam. Not just going to be sitting up on the phone. And nobody should be sensitive about that, mm-hmm. especially not a grown man. 
Um, Try to get a nigga the benefit of the doubt. I'm not even. Because y'all know I be, I be, I be getting my stories mixed up. So let me go. Let me go find exactly what this nigga said. Because at the end of all this, I want to. Anyway, at the end of all this, I want to talk about like having accountability for your actions and the things that you say and do. Right. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. He hit me on June 12th. I don't know how many days ago that was. It's what. That's the 18th now. Okay, so about a week ago. He said, are you going to drop the vids or do you want me to drop them? I said, you can drop them. I'm still editing, though. He said, the ones from last week? I said, yeah, you can drop them. He said, can you send them to me so I can post the OC Lord and the Nova one on the Spotlight page? And he sent me his email. I ain't going to say it on here. He sent me his email. We can drop vids on Sunday, which, again, we agreed Saturday, and we told everybody Saturday we need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, hit me when you can. I hit him. He didn't pick up. Um... So when he didn't pick up, and he's sending me all this stuff, so I'm typing my message, which is my niggas know I could get pretty crazy with a long message, almost like a female, right? So I'm typing my message, and while he's, um, no, 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 before I even started typing my message, he, he, he DM'd me and said, do you even want to be on the show, or are you just here for the sports shit, because you don't answer my calls or texts, but you on social media. You only posted the sports section on your page as if it's the only part of the show. Let me know what's up, because you have... Because you can have your own show. You don't have to work with us. Let me know what the deal is so I know what's up. Right? And so I go to my notes because sometimes I'll be, when I'm typing, I'll mess around and hit enter by, by mistake and it'll send the message before I'm done typing everything. Mm-hmm. So I get out of my DMs, go to the notes, and while I'm typing it, he sends me another message. Let me see. 15 minutes after that one, he says, drop yourself. We don't need you. Thanks for your time. We're splitting ways. Right, bef- right as that message comes in, I hit send on my long ass message. I said, bro, you have all the videos. You can drop them whenever you want. I'm almost never going to answer the phone. I'll be with my kids this, that, and the third. I said, I do want to be on the show. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't be on the show. I said, no, I'm not. In- oh, no, no. And then I, met, I was like, bro, I'm never going to post your music videos on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It's my YouTube channel. The mm-hmm. Spotlight Show has its own channel. Post them there. Mm-hmm. Right? Which makes sense. Come on, my nigga. That's why you created the channel for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I do want to be, be on the show. Otherwise, I wouldn't be on the show. But no, I'm not interested in being on the music and entertainment part, if that's what you want. It was my understanding I was doing sports. Right? So that message goes through. Mm-hmm. But had I known he was telling me he was dropping me, I wouldn't even have sent that. No, for real. So yeah. when I get the message that comes to that says, drop yourself and all that, um, I just hit LOL. Oh, wow. Say no more. Yeah. I try to leave it. I'm like, nigga, you fired me. I'm done. I'm cool. He says, you never, uh, you never email. Um, I said, all of that I just said, and all you say is you never email and you fire me. Um, he said, I don't have them. That's why I'm calling you and trying to get back to you. So in his defense, I sent, he initially, when he asked for the, when he initially asked me to send them, he told me to send the interviews to the dude that he interviewed, OC Lord. And so I sent that, I sent it to his email and I mistakenly thought that I just sent them out because normally when I send shit out, I don't have to send it to multiple emails. So when I sent it out, in my brain, it's my mistake. Mm. But in my brain, I'm like, I sent it out. You have it. Like, mm. what are you waiting for? So in his defense, he didn't have it. Mm. He didn't have it. Um, That's still another reason to jump out the window. It ain't. No. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, he said, I don't have them. That's why I'm calling you and trying to get back to you. Hit me back. I said, it's cool, bro. Thanks for the opportunity. He said, you ain't respond in three days. I said, I sent them for sure. Um, he said, my manager gets emails too, so I'm trying to figure this out, and I'm calling you three days in a row, and you think I don't need to speak to you, and I text you. 
are you going to be down for the show or are you just here for you? This is the same guy you just asked him to record um, his, you just want to be the camera guy? Come on, fam, that's nice. He said, come on now, I linked with you for a reason. Come on now, I linked with you for a reason, not to be on no BS. We're a whole ass team. This shit moves because we're all in it, G. I said, bro, you just fired me. Is there anything left to really say? Like, why are we still talking? Mm -hmm. Um, I said, you have both your videos. When I finish editing the ones from Thursday, I'll send you those and we can be good. Um, Mr. Wade said, you have my charger. I need to grab that from you. I left my charger. Like, y'all know me. I stayed leaving. Shit, I left my charger at the studio. And instead of it just being there so I can pick it up next time I go to the studio, he grabbed it. Not trying to be like malicious. Like, he can meet up with me to get it to me, which is, I didn't want that though. Just leave it there Mm -hmm. and I'll come grab it. Um, um, so he's, and then he says, do you want to work with us or not? Shit is real. We're on a schedule. Um, now are you in or out, bro? That's all I need to know. And then he tried to get like insulting. We aren't a podcast. We're on the radio, bro. This shit is real. Like do your job and we can be successful. This is what he's saying. I'm reading the message verbatim, fam. Oh my goodness. We aren't a podcast. We're on the radio, bro. This shit is real. Like do your job and we can be successful or find another show to work with. I hate to come at you this way, but I have to because I'm tired of dealing with weird shit, especially with camera guys. Are we good or are we splitting ways? He had drama with his last two camera guys. They didn't got shit to do with me, right? Can I, can I stop you right there? Mm-hmm. He said, we aren't a podcast as if that... I'm going to help that nigga out. Podcasting is bigger than the radio. I didn't want to be the one to tell him. As a field, there's radio shows that do better than podcasts, but podcast is a new space. Radio is slowly dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, unless you're nationally syndicated, yeah, nobody's yeah, really listening yeah, to you. Yeah, and you can have a radio you know, show. Cool. Stephen A. has a radio show. He gets most of his hit. Had a radio show. He, he would tell you. He gets most of his hits in the podcast form. Mm-hmm. People don't tune in to listen to the live radio minutes. show. I'm going to definitely cut some of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta, come I gotta on, bro. I got to no, yeah, my, my chest. He said, do your job. I'll listen out there. I said, bro, I've done my job. Before I get to this message, I'm about to read. Anyone that's come in the studio that was there that he's interviewed or been in the studio before I got there, then now that I've been there with my three cameras and my lights and my setup and everything, all this nigga does is rant and rave about the job that I'm doing. This nigga Mike in here with three cameras is way more clear than my last camera. Dude, this nigga's a professional. He be working for KUSI. This nigga be in the gym with Mikey Williams. This nigga, like, all he does is rave about you up. All he does is rave about yeah. it, bro. And now you're just a camera guy. So I said, bro, <laughs> I've done my job. You've been talking about the job I've been doing. You know that. I mistakenly thought I sent you the emails and I owned it. Other than that, I've done nothing wrong. I know you're on the radio. I know the difference between radio and podcast. I didn't slow your radio show down at all. We agreed we were going to drop on Saturdays. You said that. So the video's not being posted yet isn't slowing anything down. I don't know what weird shit you've gotten from me. You taking out past frustrations from past camera guys on me ain't fair. You came at me kind of weird over a misunderstanding once before, but I charged it to the game and to it being a misunderstanding, got past it and moved forward. And now again, you're frustrated, understandably, over a misunderstanding and you fired me. I'd like to work in an environment with someone who is professional and talks things out and tries to find understanding rather than firing people without having all the information. So yeah, after that last message you sent, I'd like to split ways. I do need my charger back though. I really need that. <laughs> he says, yes, sir. What other pro- radio program are you going to work with as if, I'm, as if I'm dying to work on somebody's radio show? Like, I didn't ask to be on the radio. I asked to be your cameraman. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, what other radio show are you going to work with? How am I supposed to talk to you when you don't communicate back? Communicate back. I tried to call you five times, and I text you on the phone and social media, but it's okay. I'm in the wrong for trying multiple times. said, so I never say you're in the wrong for trying multiple times. And I was like, bro, you just fired me. Why are you still talking to me? All I care about is my charger now. Why are you still talking to me? Mm-hmm. 
tell me when we can meet up so I can get my charger. And that's all I, I care about at this point. He said, nobody fired you, bro. Are you in or out? Nobody fired you? So my petty ass screenshot it. And said, that's when he not said, petty. When he, when he said, drop yourself, we don't need you. Yeah. So I screenshot, I said, bro, drop yourself. We don't need you. We're splitting ways. That's not firing? That's what I'm saying. Um, and I was like, and none of what you've gone through with other cameramen has anything to do with me. He said, see, look how you're replying to that. You don't even care. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know you like that, and I don't know none of these niggas at all. I don't care what you went through before I got here, my nigga. Really don't. Dang, bro, okay. three days, no response. If you had a real job, they would fire you as well. I'm like, bro... Please, you just got out of you just got out of college. I've been working in corporate for a long time, my nigga. I didn't not show up for work. I didn't not do my job. I wouldn't be fired, my nigga. I missed three phone calls. <laughs> um, so then we get on the phone, right? He just thinks a lot of himself, dog. So then we he absolutely does. He thinks a lot of himself against my better judgment. Because I know things can get mixed up over text. It's happened mm-hmm. with me and you before. Mm-hmm. It's happened with me and Kevin before. I think it's happened with me and you before. Mm-hmm. Things get misconstrued over text. All the time. Because you can't gauge tone. Mm-hmm. Right? So against my better judgment, I already said, my nigga, stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. I went against my better judgment and called him. Mm-hmm. He on 10 already. I'm like, whoa, 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 fam. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let him get his shit off. I'm like, all right, bro, we'll check this out. Tell him why. You know what I'm saying? I did make one mistake, but you're wild and you need to calm down. And I was like, and furthermore, if we're going to work together... You're not finna just be getting mad at me and firing me just because you upset. He cuts me off while I'm trying to say that, yelling over me. Like, nah, bro, I don't, I don't, I ain't trying to hear none of that. Are we, are you in or you out? If you in, I'll see you Wednesday. If you not, then be out. I'm like, fam, who are you talking? In the middle of me saying, who are you talking to? He hangs up the phone. I'm like, all right, bet. I'm out. I don't even mention anything about the show. He hangs up. When can I meet up so I can grab my charger? Mm. He replies, I didn't want to fire you, bro. And he's used to. His last cameraman, I know, because I got a ride with him one time. Begging him to be around. The nigga was fresh out of high school, and he's working on a radio show, and he looked cool to his friends. He's like, oh my God, I'm the cameraman of a radio show. Me? Mm -hmm. I couldn't care less. Yeah, you're out here. Yeah. Like, y'all know I'm not the braggy nigga like that, but my work's been on TV already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I've done interviews that have gotten thousands of views already. I don't need to be on your show. Yeah, facts. Yeah. I'm not like, oh and my further, God, oh, so, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I'm not starting up. I'm going to establish somebody in my profession. If I'm not working here, guess what, fam? I'm probably in a gym somewhere. Somebody's probably throwing me some cash. It, it, to be you know what I'm places. saying? Like you said, you're not a high school kid. And homeboy, like, th- that's an important thing that I think everybody should remember. Like, if when you're building something. And that was one it, of the main things I was going to get into. It's not so much, like, it ain't you. It ain't just you. You got to understand what part you play in it. Even if you're the main plug of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other things that make that shit successful. Other right. than you. You know what I'm saying? So I hit him. You can't take yourself too serious, dog. He, he's wild. He so I hit him. Lie, I was lie, like, I, I really need my charger, bro. I have a job either tonight or tomorrow morning. I really need my charger. He's like, oh, well, I can bring it to the studio on Tuesday. This is on a Sunday. He wakes up the next morning and texts me talking about a time we can meet up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in Escondido at the time. Had to meet him at El Cajon. Grab Baron. Well, I was finna take Baron to the park anyway. Go to the park. Go down to Dago. Grab my charger. When he's walking up, like, I get there before him. Um, and I get out the car. Baron's sitting in, in his car seat. I'm standing there. And there's, like, it's like a building. I'm standing on this side of the building. He's over here. And it's, like, a sidewalk that you gotta, like, walk. So he can't just see me. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm standing there, like, on, like, the corner of the little sidewalk. Just looking at my phone. Waiting for him to either drive up or walk by. All I hear is, 
man, I was on the other side, like with a little aggression. Yeah, like man, I was standing over there. I like slowly turn and look, like just like that, like nigga, who are you talking to? Yeah. Everything changes when I look at him like that. Not that I'm a tough guy like that, but everything changes when I looked at him like that. Ninety-five percent right? of people are gonna change up in that situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hands me the charge. He's like, "Hey, bro, I did you a favor, man. I, since you said you had a job, I put it on the charger, so it should be fully charged. It's been charging all night." Then I'm like, "All right, good looking." Grab it, turn around, walk away. Right? I ain't got nothing to say to you. I got my charger. I'm out. Fuck did he want? Right? <laughs> he want a combo? Then they go on a hug. My back is turned. I'm walking to get in the car. Hey, Mike. I never wanted to not work with you, bro. Oh, like, my God. Like, I think it was just a misunderstanding. And to his credit, to his credit, he did come and he was like, I was wilding yesterday. And, I, you know, I, I never wanted to not work with you. You're super good at what you do. I do want you to be a part of the team still. Like, I woke up this morning like, dang, you was wilding. Like, that nigga's been nothing but cool. You need to, like, go and find him and make shit right. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, all I told him, I was like, I appreciate your apology, bro. I wouldn't have took it. It's like I appreciate your apology, bro. And then as I'm walking, text messages, bro. As I'm walking, as I'm walking to get in the car, as I'm walking to get in the car. Um. Oh, before I get to that, before before that. So since he's like, what radio show are you gonna work on? Hangs up the phone, right? I text him. When can I get my charger? I've already established a a relationship with the owner of the station. Text him right away. Hey, yo, what's up, Mr. Wade? What, what, uh, how, how possible would it be for me to transition my sports segment into my own hour-long sports show? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you're really good at what you do. Come in as soon as you got some time. We could talk about that. Boom. So then, like, I meet up with him, get my charger. So I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be on your yeah, show. Before I even thought about having my own show, I don't, because of the way you're acting, I don't yeah. want to be on your show anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so while I'm walking to the car, after he gives me the charger, he says all this stuff, oh, I'm sorry, this, that, and the third. Hey, yeah, so call me, bro, so we could sit down and talk about everything and da-da-da-da. I didn't even say anything. Didn't turn around, didn't look at him, didn't say nothing, just got in the car. And just so he doesn't think that maybe we're still... Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I even lied a little bit the next morning when I woke up and texted him. and was like, hey, bro, after thinking about it some more and I slept on it, I'm going to go ahead and part, part ways, like mm-hmm. I said. That was on a Tuesday. Haven't... No reply, no call, no. Nothing. I'd have waited till the day of his show. No, I'd wait till he that's thought not cool. cool. That's I feel, you, I feel, you, I feel. But I mean, no. I feel you. we being petty, right? <laughs> we being petty, right? So then I go. What was it? Two, a couple days ago, I'm at the Mike, radio station. Petty. You don't want to play that game with him. <laughs> Just be honest. Yeah. I like being petty sometimes, but I'm not gonna take. That. I don't know that many people that can out petty me, fam. Yeah. <laughs> I could like take you it, have to really like. I could take it to the mud with you, bro. Like, that type of petty, petty, you don't. That's not something you talk about. So I go that's to the, deep so in I, you. So mm-hmm. I go to. So I go to the radio station a couple of days ago. I'm in there with Mr. Wade, the owner of the station, for like a good two hours, and we just talking about like the structure of my show, how it's gonna work, and everything. So yeah, it was uh, the the sports spotlight as a part of another show, but now I got my own show on the mic with Michael Flicks. Can I be down? <laughs> Hey, we can talk about it. I got I to gotta see what Mr. Wade talking about, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can talk about it. But yeah, man, I'm just like... I'll be your camera guy. <laughs> <laughs> we can be the cameraman. We can be the cameraman. But that long-ass story, we 33 minutes in, I'm definitely cutting some of that up. But that long-ass story leads me to mm-hmm. accountability mm-hmm. for the things that you say and do, fam. Thanks. Like Shows maturity. When we're on the phone, like we're on the phone, well, another thing I didn't mention, we're on the phone, he's telling, I said I was going to give you 90%. I pretty much gave you everything. He, he, I told him like, bro, it's, it's, it's your show. If people, oh, he's I'm like, oh, bro, people want to know where the videos are at. I'm like, my nigga, this is your show. I was like, if it's my show, 
and I'm having a communication issue with my cameraman, I'm gonna tell whoever's asking. I know, bro. I know, bro. It's unfortunate, but I'm having I'm having communication issues with my cameraman right now. Mm-hmm. As soon as I get get some info from him, I'll give you the info. Mm-hmm. These are normal things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But and so and the whole time I said a couple of times like it's your show, bro. Like chill, like da 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 da. And then in the course of him yelling at me before he hung up the phone, like you said, it's my show, right? It's my show, right? This is mine, right? I'm the 25 year old that's on the radio, right? Right? Like my nigga, who who cares? You're right. You are the 25 year old. The only hey, you're acting like it. The only difference now <laughs> is his show actually comes on FM radio. My show is only gonna be on it's gonna be on wsradio.com. It's just an internet radio show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for me. I, I'm getting my audio anyway, and it's gonna be on Spotify, mm-hmm. and my video and my videos are gonna come out. So for me, being on the radio isn't really the big thing. Mm-hmm. My thing is building my portfolio, putting my cameras up, so people can see that I'm gradually getting better with mm-hmm. what I do. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not dying to be on the radio, my yeah. nigga. And it gives unless, you access unless, to a studio, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, and I told Derek that was really what it was about. And I told Joe over the phone when I was asking about names of the show. Um, maybe it sounds like a little like sideways or something, but my whole plan when I initially reached out, because it was him and another radio station I reached out to, mm-hmm. my whole plan was just to get in the building. Just to get in the building. Like, I didn't, so I could meet the owner of the station, so I could potentially be his on staff camera guy, his mm-hmm. on staff photographer. Oh, yeah. My goal was never to be a radio personality, my nigga. Yeah. I'm only really hella interested on in being on the radio unless it's like some nationally syndicated, like Breakfast Club or like Big Boy in the Morning or something yeah. like that. Like, my nigga, you come on at 10 at night. And that's dope that you're on the radio, but you ain't even got your shit together. Like, and because, remember I told you, like, uh, the it wasn't on FM radio like it was mm-hmm. supposed to? So now because of that and because, like, as soon as the show is streamed live on WS radio, but then it comes out the next day on FM mm-hmm. and he has to send it to the station. And because of that, everything's going to be a week late now. So the interview that I did, like, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, it just came out last Thursday on the radio. Oh, wow. That's why you couldn't find it? And you're looking? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And like, like you said, I'm man. sorry, I'm all over the place. But to get back, accountability for the things that you say and do, fam. You can't just because you think you some hot shot or a boss or whatever you think you are, the best player on your team, the coach of something, the owner of the building. Just because you feel like you a boss, you can't just talk to people all crazy. Matter you shouldn't, and you definitely can't if it's somebody that you're gonna need. Mm-hmm. Like, but you like, I it, it. On one hand, it was like I, this is wild, but on the other hand, I'm like niggas 25. Yeah. You know what I'm well, saying? And so, it says, and it says, but see, that's the but see. To me, it's like, oh, but he's 25. But it's like, you're 25 in a professional setting. You should know that. Mm-hmm. And you should be acting accordingly. Nobody's asking you not to be 25. I'm asking you to be a mature 25. And I don't know if I told y'all this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I told y'all this. The nigga's not even from San Diego. Yeah, you said that. And he was doing all that this in San Diego. I would have put, I mean, not y'all know I rep Long Beach. But I would have put a stop to all that Dago shit, Dago shit a long time ago mm-hmm. if I didn't, if I would have known that he's not from here. Nigga spent a few summers out here. That's crazy. But all that day, I would have been like, fam, you don't even know Dago. Like, yeah. be quiet. Because yeah. I know some niggas that are here, you saying that Dago stuff, and they'll slap you just on the strength that they grew up here. And mm-hmm. you're not going to talk about their city like yeah. that. And like you said, man, accountability. That that goes a long way. And it's like, like, I always tell people, you have no idea who somebody knows, man. He talking to you crazy. You got a business that you want to build, right? How he know that you're not talking to somebody that he's going to end up in a room with? And it's going to be like, damn, they already talked to Flicks. And I already got a feeling about this dude. 
I, I know you before you get in the door because I heard about you. You was yelling at my man Flex. You was going crazy, and now you in here trying to talk to me, and not even and not even know it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I've I've done that. I've been in business meetings with people, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're so and so." I'm like, "How do you know me?" Oh, I know a guy that you did business with. Fortunately for me, I've done good business with him. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So my reputation preceded me. But it's like, how are you a professional person? I'm a 25 year old on the radio, right? Yeah, and the 25 year old on the radio should be talking to people, dealing with shit. Because, like I said, he gotta be thinking about his shit. Ultimately, it's a headache for me if he's gone. Whether you could do it or not, you have to go out and find somebody. Sometimes it's just better not to have a headache, especially when you don't want creating it. You know what I'm saying? You're like you said, you're in control of this situation. Personally. I'm not getting that upset about something I'm in control of. And I mean, I'm not getting that upset about. Y'all know me, man. Like, I'm am an extremely confident person. Like, all, all, especially the three rooms in the room. But even even you, Jesse, we're all very confident people. But I'm not cocky. Like, we can all get in our modes. Like the other day when I was like, when I beat, when I kicked y'all ass in dominoes or whatever. Mm -hmm. We all get in our little modes. But I'm not a cocky person like that. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? For him to smear it and rub it in your face. Come on, man. I could have. That's disrespectful. And 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 because 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 it's respecting because it's not really me. I didn't send it, but I started. I started to send him a message and say, "I see you at the top. If you make it up there, bro." But yeah. I was like, "That's don't do that." Yeah. The last yeah. thing you said to him was, "No hard feelings. Take that. care." Yeah. So and, just leave and, it at no hard feelings. Take care. And like I was saying, you have no idea who any like he could tell his side of that story and could say whatever he wants. And when somebody talks to you about it, they're gonna talk to you. But if you have that in there, like I said that to him, th- there's certain things that just make people feel away about you. The re- like. I see a lot of shit on social media and I could be petty and I could answer to it, but I don't want people that are never going to deal with me to have that perception of me because I don't know who they're talking to. Like they see me online, they're like, damn, he being petty or he talking about somebody like he ain't talking about me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I do business with people. If they see that I could be petty like that, they might not want to continue doing business. They're like, what if I have a falling out? It's going to be me in his Instagram post. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is. It's like, bro, like that's just a nasty situation. We can move on, but that's nasty. What's homeboy's name? Never mind. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. If you go look at my Instagram, my YouTube, you could, you could, you could find it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be that. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna be that petty. I'm no, no, no. We you want to research? We suck a free over here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> we suck, suck a free, free over here. every day. <laughs> not just on Sundays. Every Anywho, like I said, I'm probably cut some of that up. We 40 minutes in. I didn't think my story would be that long, mm. but I had to get that shit all the way off my chest. I got a platform, so I felt the need to talk about it. Nothing. Um, look right. Um, first thing I want to talk about, man. Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta, man. Mm. <sighs> that was got the Wendy's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So dude was a little tipsy. Went to the drive-thru. And this was one of the ones that hit me a little closer to home. And I'll get into that in a minute. Um, they, they all... It, and I was it telling my mom... It shouldn't have been in the Wendy's nowhere. It all... It, each time... It felt like somebody got like a long-ass sword. And each time they stick it in further. And now they mm-hmm. starting to turn that shit. That's mm-hmm. how it feels on me. Um... But so the dude Rayshard Brooks, R.I.P. to Rayshard, our brother Rayshard Brooks was a little tipsy. Pulled into the Wendy's to get some food and just to chill out. Fell asleep in the Wendy's drive-through. Um, somebody called the police. Police come, allow him to park, allow him to physically park his car. Uh-huh. And then he get out, and they they question him, ask him everything that's going on. He has an extremely, you could tell that he's tipsy, but he has an extremely coherent uh-huh. conversation with the police. Tells them like, look, man, I don't want no trouble. I'll just walk. Yeah, I'll just walk. Um, they didn't want to let him walk. Mm-mm. They put him in handcuffs. I don't know if y'all seen the video. They put him in handcuffs. 
And the mistake that he made was snatching away from the police, taking the, uh, taking the, uh, the taser. What's up with it, bro? Taking the, taking the taser and shooting it at the police. Yeah. And so while he's fleeing, they shoot him in the back, mm-hmm. kill him. That's For what me, they shouldn't have did. Right. For me, when I heard this story... I mean, I cry every time I hear one of these shits. But for me, like, I started crying and it, and it was a little bit crazier because y'all know I'm a sleepy nigga. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've fallen asleep in drive throughs before. Mm-hmm. Like, it happened during the last football season. I'm coming home from KUSI, hit the Carl Jr. before I went home. And, like, I, by the time, like, somebody came and tapped on the window. White lady came tap on my window. She's like, hey. Jump up. I look at her. She's like, are you drunk? I'm like, no, not at all. I'm just getting off work tired as hell. She's like, oh, well... You should go home if you're that tired. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Bro, when I look up and look at the car that was directly in front of me, they, nigga, been ordered. They finna be at picking up their food next. So mm-hmm. I was knocked out. Cars mm-hmm. just going around me. Oh, wow. I'm knocked but out. But before you even get to the order Before screen. I even get to the order thing. Mm. Uh, that was the first thing I thought about. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm like, nigga, that could have been yeah, me. could have been you, yeah. Same thing I felt with Trayvon. Like, nigga, I'm always, I'm always cold. I'm yeah. always in a hoodie. That could have been me. Fact. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like... The, the 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 reason I say this one is different is because Trayvon wasn't doing nothing or no. But this dude before they approached him wasn't doing anything to anyone, mm-hmm. but he shouldn't have. But he was drunk in public. The police should have approached him. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have resisted, and he shouldn't have taken that weapon. Because he but was drunk he should in public. St- he should still be alive though. For sure. Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. never no cause to dying like that. But he for one you're drunk in public and behind the wheel of a, a running vehicle. Mm-hmm. You're going to jail tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah, yeah, You're gonna do jail. tonight in jail yeah, in yeah. a drunk tank, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's pretty, but then he shouldn't. Have, once he one wrist was cut, fam, you're going. Mm-hmm. You got to go through this ride. Right. You snatched his taser and then proceeded to shoot it at him. Mm-hmm. Ran away. Now, what's never justified is shooting anybody in the back. That that is a person trying to get away from this situation scenario. There, they can go tackle him. Fam, you got you feel car, me? You can do everything you else. That's exactly the, the lady I've seen on CNN. She was like, you, you have his you name, have his car. you have his address, you yeah, have his car. Yeah. He has to come back for his car. Like, you know exactly you who this guy is. You can beat him to his house. And even at the worst, I don't want no black people getting shot when they shouldn't be getting shot. But at the worst, shoot to put him down. If you're going to shoot, nah, you, you guys shoot, shouldn't have shot. They shouldn't have shot. Think, think about what, what, what we're in the middle of right now. Think about what we're in the middle of right now. Wasn't that in So the police Atlanta department too? wasn't like, in hey, no matter what, unless you absolutely have to, do not use deadly force. Mm. Is that what the police are talking You know what I'm saying? In a, in a climate like this, you would think the, the, police, the report, mandate coming from the top would be, that's what, we cannot that's be gunning down black did. folks right now. Oh, well, they, they put down a stricter rule that it's, or no, it's the chokehold thing, that yeah. you can't do a chokehold until someone is, else's life is in danger. Like those, that's those what they claim from the beginning. Yeah. Those cops weren't unaware is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, yeah. oh, I reacted. Oh, this no. is going on currently. Like People are out here protesting every day for weeks now, almost a month now. Every day is protest out mm-hmm. here. You guys aren't aware you know what I'm saying? And, like, I was actually having a conversation last night with some people that I was hanging out with, some white folks in Temecula, and, like, this came up, and it was like, I don't know about the Wendy's and setting. I was like, hey, man, I, I don't I don't really want to hear what y'all saying, bro, because y'all not out here dying. Yeah. Like, maybe they shouldn't have burnt up the Wendy's, but you know what else shouldn't have been happening? Black folks getting gunned down. I'm sorry, man. I, <laughs> like I told them, if that was me outside that Target, I'd have burnt the bitch down, too. Okay. Sorry. Tear gas, y'all won't let me in. I can't buy nothing. I'm an American citizen. Sorry, I got burned it down. 
He said sorry. You know what, I'm, what, you, what you want what me you, to do? Because you, you have no right to, to turn, no reason to turn me away. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's why I told him, I'm not mad at how nobody show their anger. Yeah, do I want people looting and burning shit down? Probably not. But I'm not gonna tell nobody how to act. And I told him, and can't none of y'all say what we should and shouldn't be doing because ain't none of y'all in here black. Bro, don't tell me how to be angry, dog. The riots. Fuck you. You don't gotta think. You don't have to worry about what I gotta worry about when you go outside. The riots and the looting. Dave Chappelle said it best, and it's a great segue to talk about Dave Chappelle special. I don't know if y'all seen it. Dave, Sha- it, Dave Chappelle said it best, man. These streets are speaking for themselves. He said Don Lemon was on CNN. It's like, oh, where's Jay-Z and Beyonce? Where's Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock? He was like, I was sitting waiting for this nigga. I was like, I dare you to say my name, nigga. I dare you. He was like, nigga. And he used, like, he kind of did a callback to one of his older jokes. He was like, nigga, who gives a damn what Ja Rule thinks in a time like this? It's like, they don't need me right now. You see what's going on outside? Mm-hmm. These streets are speaking for themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't need me to come up here and give my opinion like yeah. what yeah. but if y'all get a chance to, I, I thought we'd be able to talk with y'all would have saw if y'all get a chance go check it out bro he, I was gonna watch it he, made, he got off one joke no, two. he said the thing about yeah. um, Ja Rule and then like it was a little heavy he was like this. he's like I do got some pussy jokes I can tell y'all and then kind of lightened it but the whole the whole 27 <laughs> minutes was just him talking about what's going on and how he feels about it I've never seen Dave Chappelle like that bro yeah Never I seen mean, another time I seen him upset when they was like he went to he ran to Africa or something like that. When he mm-hmm. had to come back and tell that story, he was. But even and, when and, he was on Oprah talking about like why they keep making black actors put on black male actors put on a dress and this and that, mm-hmm. you could tell it was something that he felt inside. But this, like, that was like something he was thinking about. This from was pain. from pain. Yeah. This time was from pain, bro. It was. I never seen Dave Chappelle like that. I never That's thought on I YouTube, would. Right? That's not on. Yeah, Netflix. it's on YouTube. Yeah. It's on YouTube. And shout out to him. I think he did that on purpose. Like, yeah, no, he definitely did. So, he's a genius. Not, he definitely did on purpose. But for, for, for good reason is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. the times we in, like, everybody needs to see this. Everybody doesn't have Netflix. I'm going to put it on YouTube. Everybody can get to YouTube. Yeah. And he'd have to go through Netflix channels to get that on, yeah. for them to air that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, to circle back to the topic, like, uh, to be honest, like, uh, enough is just enough, bro. Like, I'm I'm not a person that on a normal day I would be a looter or a rioter, mm-hmm. but I'm mad as fuck. And every time I hear somebody say some shit about it, it, it drives me up a wall, bro. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna be out here, y'all killing us, y'all talking about should we live or die, and now y'all telling us how to be angry. Like man, shut the fuck up, dog. Like you know what I'm saying? Like man, shut the fuck up. Like enough is enough. Y'all can't control. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I can't control the police, dog. I can only control my reaction to it, dog. Mm-hmm. And this is my reaction to it. Y'all mad at me for looting, ain't mad at the police for shooting motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we talking about here? You know what that's, I'm saying? Again, like, like what are we talking about? That's, right again, here? the same example. No, I don't want to do that. That's, I got a better segue for that. But um, I was going to say, I'll just go ahead and say, that's like being mad at Kaepernick for kneeling, but not being mad at the reason why he's kneeling. Yeah, I guess it's like yeah. come on. That's man. a great segue. That's privilege. We're talking about. Privilege. We're talking, I wanted to bring up the NFL. I wanted to bring up the NFL. Let's talk about it, and then after Jay-Z, we talk about the NFL, right. we can get into the NBA because this yeah. new Stephen A. let me down, fam. Let's talk yeah. about the NFL first. Um, y'all seen the statements they've been making? Y'all seen Roger Goodell and all mm-hmm. that, right? Did y'all see what Roger Goodell said? His latest thing this past week. So he would like him personally would like to see Kaepernick back in the league. Yeah, I saw that bullshit. How y'all but how y'all feel about he this? bullshit and Cap could have been in the league, but you see him getting the workout though with the Chargers. Cap. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I didn't. He's see on that. he's on their list to like of people that they're gonna work out for the quarterback that's nice. position. That's that's nice. Shout out. Who they pick up this offseason? Don't they got their starter? Mm, I don't think they named the starter after they let Tyrod. Is Tyrod the starter over there right now? 
I don't think that's what I'm saying. I think he's in position. I don't think they have a, they named him a starter yet. Yeah, they haven't named him a starter yet. I think that well, I have okay. I have a mature kind of take on this, and then I got one that like I was like fucking around with Kevin with. Okay. Let me start with maturity, I guess. For sure. <laughs> you don't want to start with the other one and clean it up with the maturity? Nah, I'm going to start with the maturity. <laughs> and then muck it up. Yeah, and then, and then I'm going to make it ugly. And, um, ultimately, pressure being put on from wherever, whether it's what's going on out here outside or I don't care if the NFL had a change of heart. I care if they're doing right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I, can, I, I don't know what your heart is. I only can see what your actions are doing. And... Okay, Roger Goodell's coming out here, and to me, it's just like, what great timing! Mm-hmm. A year ago today, you guys were saying he couldn't even, he wasn't even good enough to play football. Now you wish he was in the league. Like ultimately, yes, you guys did, you guys did the right thing. Mm-hmm. My immature take, I hate this take because Jay Z gonna get the credit for it, and I don't feel like they've done anything. Like the NFL and the time that they said, oh, we're gonna start doing this. I haven't seen anything that's acceptable to me, like my standards. I don't care that you guys came into the city where the Super Bowl was and had a sit-down with city officials. I don't care about that. Why do you say Jay-Z's going to get the credit? Because if, if Oh, because he's going to get the credit for the NFL changing their stance. And mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think so. Oh, I, I, I do. Mm, oh, I do. I don't think so. I think after that and video... that's what I was joking around with Kevin, because Kevin was like, he was like this. When I said, I was like, you doing that for Jay-Z? Like, had the fist pump. He was like, what you mean? I was like... Come on, dog. Looting and robbing and shit, burning down, and players speaking out, and they best five quarterbacks. It was the black. players. Ain't got nothing to do with it that. It was the like, players speaking out. That's no, that's yeah, exactly, exactly why I was. It was that commercial. Exactly. Yeah. It would so, be, bro. Told you. It was that anybody, commercial. Anybody, and, I, I don't know anybody. You know, Pat Mahomes in that motherfucker. Yeah, that's why Goodell yeah. had to drop. Him. I don't Stay know good. many. I don't know many people that are bigger Jay Z fans than me. Yeah. And I'm not finna give him the credit if Colin Kaepernick okay. gets the job. Then I can live with it. Yeah, no, okay, I feel you. Then I'll change because I'm not, I mean, you definitely, a better, you know what's going on. That's a sports person. In the Jay Z world more than I do. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I, okay, I'll, I'll take that. I'll feel you on that. Mm-hmm. But I was fucking with Rob Kevin. I was like, bro, I can't stand niggas like you, bro. Because this nigga ain't done shit. You go, like, I'm not saying he ain't done shit. I, like I said, it's my immature take. I was Nothing that we see anyway. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I was like, because I just think it's the climate. And I think it's like, I was saying to some people last night, I was like, I think it's funny how black people, we've been yelling about this shit all this time, and now everybody's like, that's so terrible, I'm gonna protest. <laughs> Motherfucker, we've been out here protesting, you bitch-ass niggas. Like, look, come on, dog, what y'all didn't hear us before? <laughs> mm-hmm. What y'all didn't notice? Oh, it wasn't that real? We done stood in front of city halls before. We done been, been in front of the streets and, and done burnt shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's different? Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all give a shit now. You know what oh, y'all yeah, see your boy uh, YG have all those people come out for, so he can film a music video? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see that. I Bruh didn't had see everybody that. out there, gave him his five minutes of his speech, and then turned around and was like, let's film a video. Mm-hmm. That's ill. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but that's not why these people are here. Yeah. It depends they on... Thought, yeah. they, no, that's what I'm saying. It was He never said anything about a video. He had everybody come, meet here, we're going to protest, we're going to do this, this, and the third... Two minutes later, turn around and started filming. But what, started I, I, but what I, I was like the song that. about? But what was the song yeah. about? If, it, if he did something, I don't like, know. I if he did something like about the times and something conscious, mm-hmm. like little, like was, little baby did. Little baby, yeah. I'm cool with it then. Yeah. If he turned around and he on the same YG shit, then I'm like, come on, fam. But if it's if it's a if, he, if his song has a message that has to do with right now, then I'm but cool that, with but it. But my only thing with that is then at least put that into what in also. Don't have me coming out here expecting. You know what I mean? If I'm a YG follower like that, well, maybe he want people. Maybe he want people out in the streets for the right reasons. And then yeah. candid video, a candid video. I mean, yeah. I, I feel it. Because if you tell people, I'm going to get out here and give a speech, and then I'm going to shoot this video, everybody's going to 
come, come ready to turn video. up for the video. Yeah, I feel it. Is I feel that's it. how I'm looking at it. Let me, let me. But um, I feel you though. I would yeah, think that too. Like, it's like my nigga, should you really do that out here? Like why right now? Like right. Yeah. I feel you. Know what I mean, I can see he both finished sides. a sentence and then turned around and the drum was above everybody's head. And the music just cut in. Yeah. Like, Nick, what? Like, it does look like, away. Like, like, I kind of been duped. Yeah, like <laughs> to be an like extra said, in your video. It, it does yeah. look away, but if the, if the song had messaging that has to do with right now, no, for sure. I our people, then I'm, I'm yeah. cool with hey, that. Before we leave the NFL, let me ask y'all this. What do y'all think? So the NFL done changed their stance. The commissioner that came out said he would love to see Cap on the shit, right? To me, to me, they can't get it right if they don't do right by Kaepernick. You can't come out here and say... A couple years ago, we got it wrong. We weren't listening. And then the Man. person that you persecuted for preaching that honest. message, you're still persecuting him. I'm going to be honest. You can stop persecuting Cap, but you just him putting putting him back in the league isn't going to change anything. No, no, no. I'm they're still going to have... I'm saying but I'm saying it's not time. like in my my opinion yeah. of the NFL. You're not, not Cap. Cap, if that's the case, then Cap did what he... That time period... It showed everybody. It opened the door. So Cap did what he needed to do. Now the next person that comes in, you need to do right by that black man. Stop hearing Lamar Jackson getting criticized on his first year. You see what I'm saying? They was calling this boy a coon. He'll never get it right because he runs. Brother's like, okay, next season, I thought I was just a running back. Mm-hmm. Now where's that? Where's those statements coming at? So, man, my bad. Did look at this is this is this dude. We we said all this about him, but we. He changed and showed us that we was wrong. And, and where are those statements at? That's long, what I want to see. As long as Kaepernick gets a job. Where are those reporters at? As long as Kaepernick is back in the NFL, I will be happy. But I'm not going to think that it's for the right reason. It's so. not. It's going to be for the opposite. That's for sure. And Speaking of people playing, though, do y'all think the NBA should come back to playing with everything that's going on right now? Absolutely. I think it. I think they should for the simple pack of people's stats. Like this year, I had already so much recorded that they have to find a way to put a cap on it. Because, I mean, a lot of basketball players are people, are people that aren't, I mean, uh, this is my bias take, that the Lakers are going to win the championship, they're going to be like, that's an asterisk year. Mm-hmm. I mean, halfway through the year, everybody stopped, sat down. Everybody, though, right? Everybody. Yeah, I mean, things, so. and this is the hoop aspect looking at it, it's like, bro, you sat as long as I did. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm not. I'm excited because I want to see some hoop again. I want to see what Bron and all these niggas have been going to look and like again, coming after Again, let me, let me. Let this be the first thing I say. If basketball comes back, I'm watching. But I don't think it should come back. I think basketball at this point will be a distraction. I think if basketball is on TV, way less people are caring about the issue at hand. Way less people are protesting. Way less people are going hard. And I love the stance that Dwight Howard took. He was like, bro, I've been in the finals one time before. This is my, like, I got a real shot to win my first NBA championship mm-hmm. this year, and that's really exciting. But what's even more exciting is my people and my community coming together for this reason, mm-hmm. to make things right. And I hella respect that. I, sure. I, think, I, think, sure. I think basketball, at the end of the day, it's made a lot of people millionaires, a lot of white people billionaires, actually. Made Michael Jordan a billionaire as well. Well, Jordan branded that. But basketball is a good thing for the black community. It's made a lot of, a lot of our people millionaires. But right, like I said, right now, it's just going to be a distraction. To uh, be clear, if basketball comes back, I am watching. You're going to see me on my Instagram watching. You're going to see me on Twitter saying stuff about LeBron mm-hmm. and all of that. If it's on TV, I'm going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm somebody that I haven't been out to one protest because my wife won't let me. The thing that I've, I've done since I can't do that, I've just been diving into black-owned businesses. Since mm-hmm. I can't go out and protest, if I'm spending money, I'm going to spend it with black people. I've been doing that anyway, but since I can't protest, mm-hmm. I've been going even harder with that. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm going to continue to do that whether basketball comes back or not. I would like to go out and protest. My wife ain't having that. Basketball shouldn't come back right now. I think I, I think, think it I should. think it'll just be a distraction, man. I think basketball should 100% come back. I think I think that two things could be true. You could be for the cause and be a basketball player, bro. Oh, absolutely. And this and and But that that's that's not what I didn't say anything about I, that. Though. I know, I know. This is this is what I'm saying. To to say that it's going to be a distraction would mean that this doesn't really matter to you. Cuz I know when basketball comes that's not back, true. I know when basketball comes back, I'm still going to be out here doing what I've been doing. And I just think that there's just so many ways, there's just so many angles. Like, let's take the NBA player. Let's take the NBA You're still going to be doing what you're doing, but say there's a there's a protest. Protests to, don't start at 8 o'clock at night. They don't start at 7 o'clock at night. But they go that long. They be out there at that at that time sometimes. I, I understand. And playoff, game, playoff games be in the middle of the day sometimes. And this, and this is what I'm saying. For me, as a married man, I, like, I've been out to protest. I haven't been out at 8 o'clock. I haven't been out at 7 o'clock. The protests that I've been to started in the morning and we done ran it all day. People are coming and going all day. People are joining the protests. People are leaving the and protests. Also, and all I'm saying is, like, what I'm saying is, like, there's a bunch of reasons why the NBA should come back. For the NBA players, some of those guys, like, all the dudes that are saying we shouldn't come back, you can afford it. Like Quinn Cook was saying, all of us ain't got facilities, bro. Some of us need our team to get, to get our work in. Mm-hmm. The whole world shut down. I'm not LeBron, bro. He said he's doing laps in his kitchen trying to stay, sh- trying to stay in shape. My nigga <laughs> This, I, you know what I'm saying? I feel, like, I feel that. need those game checks. Like, there's still going to be that, a draft, that right? I, that like, I feel you, more than the working out. Because I know... Bro, I'm just saying there's a bunch of reasons why they should I come feel. back. Like, I don't want to hear the working out thing, though. All I'm saying is, Cedro, they hold starting five and working out the whole quarantine. If high school niggas can find a gym, I'm sure a pro I, can find a I, gym. Mike, I'm not saying that they can't, bro. I'm saying that when, when you say should... I'm speaking should to Clint Cook's point. Yeah, I'm saying when you say should they or should they not, you have to include every aspect of this. Like... There's players that their salary, their way of living is dependent. They've already missed months of game checks. The rest of the world's going back to work, and the NBA, y'all safer than most people. I thought Adam Silver said everybody was still getting their money. Nah, they've all decided on a pay cut. They like they're oh, that was what percentage. that call was about. They're getting a percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're getting a percentage. But like like when Dame was talking about he not gonna play, that's why some players were like, well, Dame can afford to do that. He's got a signature shoe. Kyrie can afford to do that. Like if you don't get another NBA dollar, you're good. There's dudes that need that check to continue their way of life. There's dudes that are going to be drafted. There's players on teams right now that are d- playing for a position in the NBA. Like, and like I was reading an article that said they're going to hurt the NBA for four years, potentially, if they don't finish this year. So you're going to suppress everybody else's value after we're out of this? You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys Bro, are going to What's going on outside is way more important than all of that. I'm not saying that it's not. And I'm saying that you can That's do both. You could do both. An NBA player can be an activist. LeBron's been doing it his entire career. Like <laughs> I didn't say anything about the players. They want with their platform and as big and as as, as famous as they are, they 100 percent can. I didn't say anything about the players can't do what they're right, doing. But the, I'm talking you're about should the NBA come back. That's yes, what I'm saying. They, and they I'm talking about the people. The people, the NBA players, their platforms are huge. They have millions of followers. They can they have they have like they have production companies they do. KD, LeBron, all of these niggas have camera crews and they can get on and TV. They can get and let me finish. They can get on people in front of people if they want to. I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the people. What is their biggest platform to preach whatever message they want? Their social media. It's their games. No, it's their social media because their social media they can say exactly what they want unfiltered. 
when they get and in, the when reason they, LeBron James has such a social media platform is because he's a basketball player. No doubt. But when and you're that, asking which platform is bigger and what, what where they can do the most work is all, on their own their if own. LeBron James make an Instagram post that night at his game. They're gonna ask him about it. Now he could keep going. He could keep preaching that message. And you think that's something that they're gonna do when normally when it's when it's, yeah. when it's the NBA time that when it's like playoff time they they don't they, we're not talking about that. I hope they do, but who's yeah. to, who's to say everybody will? Some people might view it as a distraction. We're like me. We're we're all. We're, this is a hypothetical situation because we're talking about should they come back or not. And what I'm saying is, if you're saying should they or should they not, I'm saying they should because it's another place to preach your message. Mm-hmm. It's another place to be an activist. Like just because you have a bigger platform that you feel like their social media is a bigger platform doesn't mean that you like the NBA isn't a big one. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Big. Like, but, why why did they wear the I can't breathe shirts? Why did Clippers throw the the, when, the Donald Starman shirt? Why did they throw their jerseys down at half court? Because it's a message. You're sending a message with these games. Mm-hmm. And now and now we ain't got fans. There ain't no other distractions on the court. It's just us and what we're doing out here. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like every player, every player, and that I just I just think that I just think that there's there's a lot, and I also think that the NBA, they could say, look, we're going back. We're going to go back and play, but understand we had a big ass coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask for a big ass favor on the social injustice front. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking to Kevin about this, and I was telling him, he was like, because he thinks the player shouldn't come back to you. And he was saying, like, Kyrie's got it right. Like, he, it's a distraction. And I was saying, I think that you don't come back. I think that's your last resort. You don't start with blowing up the house. You don't, you don't get answered, you blow your house up. You know what I'm saying? You start trying to treat that issue. And so now they could go to the they could go to the NBA office and say, we want you to use your political power and you need to push more for social injustice. They can make a big ass like that. We don't want you throwing no money at nothing. That's easy. Mm-hmm. We want you to we want you to get with us and we want to go to we want to go to Washington and we want to push for some real change in legislation and the cities that we operate in and we want to start there. We want to use our influence to bring about change or some change or a level of change or start the conversations in important places. Now if the NBA is like the NFL and like we we've applauded the NBA so for then being what more if the, progressive. What if the NBA comes back and none of that happens? Yeah. That would be my take. Then you start talking about not playing. But uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like but you how go, far because they only have eight games in the playoffs. No, start. no, this is what I'm right. saying. When you're talking to them about oh, should we play or not? Mm-hmm. We're gonna come back but this, you know that this is on the table. This is why we're coming back. You work it out like you do any other business deal. Mm-hmm. You work it out. And now if they, if they come to you and you have your demands on the table and they're like, that's too far. Again. Now you start talking about, hey, we're not going to play, dog. We're going to make the NBA hurt. Well, what, what's more, well, but what's more powerful, though? Everybody sitting down in front of a TV watching NBA players talk about what we should do or people actually in the streets doing things? I think you need it all. What's more important and more powerful? People sitting in front of a TV watching LeBron talk about making change or people actually in the streets trying to make change? People, I'll answer it for you. Actually, I, people in the streets making change. I don't, don't, I, I don't know about this, that. To be honest, I, I, want, don't, I don't know I want, about that. I want LeBron, I want KD, I want Jay-Z, I want all our prominent black people to speak up and say something. But with all due respect, we know what they're going to say. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take that as fact. I don't know if, a, a, I don't know if a thousand people out at a protest in a in a random one-off city is more important. This isn't random one-off. No, it's all no, fifty. This is Mike. This one. I'm talking about an individual protest. Okay. We're talking about the people. They can okay. only be in one place at one time. 
right? Like everybody individually, if they're going to not sit down and watch, they're going to be in one place, right? They're not going to be multiple places and them on themselves are not going to be making the change that we want to see, right? I don't understand that question. Say it again. I'm, I'm asked because you said what's more pa- impactful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. LeBron on a TV mm-hmm. preaching his message. Or people out in the streets. Yeah, and I'm saying if you're telling me that LeBron being on a TV is going to keep people out of those streets and in front of that TV, then LeBron has all those people, bro. He could preach whatever message he wants. You're not answering my question, though. I think that LeBron James being on a TV is more impactful. Steph, you can what's happening both. in these cities, they're trying to get this shit over with. So legislation is starting to get passed because they're like, these niggas is blocking the freeways. Mm-hmm. They're blocking the streets. We got to reroute all our MTS. We got to reroute all the public transportation. These niggas are costing us money. Even if we don't want the change, mm-hmm. we need to fix this shit so shit can get back to normal. And if no, let me finish. If nobody's in, No, it's not going to happen if everybody's sitting in front of a TV. You think nobody's going to protest if the NBA comes back? Significantly less. Significantly I don't, I don't less people. That. I don't think that. I just told you. I'm not going to stop what I'm doing. Are you going to stop what you're doing when the NBA comes back? Well, I you? told you I haven't been to a protest. But I, are you going to stop what you're doing? It's not. But that's what I'm saying. You need it all. It's not just protest. It's not just this. It's not just that. You need it all. What's making the biggest change right now, though? Currently, people. do you believe that people can protest for the rest of eternity? Until this gets changed, do you think people are going to protest till then? It's looking like it. Do you think that people are going to protest until then? I think so. And I, I think, don't. I think at some mm-hmm. point, people like COVID's gonna be Not more quiet. And I think, and I think that at some point, people can't go protest every day. And people aren't gonna protest when a basketball game is on. But Mike, and I, that's why I said you need all of it. Pe- some people are still gonna protest. People He's, are still gonna pick LeBron, it. People are still Steph, gonna do Steph, all that. LeBron doesn't need an NBA at ABC or an ESPN camera to speak to people. He can do that from his house. You're, you're he can bring his right, whole Michael. undisputed crew to his house to talk. He doesn't need to play a basketball game to talk to his fans. That's why I said the social media is more important. Because right. LeBron curses and says exactly what the fuck he wants on undisputed right, on his social media. I'm so I don't understand. You your point, bro. So then why are we still and, talking I'm about gonna this? Rebut. But are there people that don't look at LeBron's social media that watch NBA games? And that's why I said you need it all. Because you're not going to get to everybody with just somebody's Instagram. You're not going to get to everybody with just a protest. You're not going to get to everybody all the with people just that, looting. All the people all that watch that. LeBron play basketball, you think if he if, if, if he puts out something, hey, yo, tomorrow on my social media at 3 o'clock, this is happening. Just like my, he did. Just like business. he did. Let me finish. Just like he did with the people graduating from his school. Just like any other time, anybody, Kevin Hart, whenever they say, hey, yo, tune into my Instagram live at 3 p.m. I got something to tell y'all. Mike, everybody's what, there. This is what I'm saying, bro. No, you think not, if LeBron, no, not everybody's you think if LeBron, there. Everybody's bro, not there. You think if LeBron goes live on his Instagram, there's not going to be millions of people in there? <sighs> I think that you're right. But I don't think that that makes your point still. Because, yes, Mike, millions of people are going to be there. But what about the person that doesn't follow him? That, need, that is an NBA fan that watches the NBA. You don't need, you don't need, to, put, you don't need to play a basketball game to get your message across. I'm That's not saying, I'm saying that you do, but you can use it as a vehicle. It's not needed is what I'm saying. Let's agree to disagree. All, you don't think that everything we could possibly do is needed? Steph, sure. Okay, then but cool. To, then but cool. To, <laughs> but to get in, you don't need to play a basketball game to get in front of a camera. You don't, but you can use the platform. Mike, Mike, can we agree that there's different levels to platforms? Can we agree to that? Yep. And does the NBA have one of the biggest ones? I'm sorry. I was looking for the next topic. Yes, the NBA does have one of the biggest ones. And that's all I'm saying. You could still, you could still do it all. And, and the NBA could still so, okay, run. Okay, so I have a question. With that, when they come back to playing these games, 
are these guys when they're running up and down the court going to be promoting what they're talking about? Are they are they going to be having something on them that that promotes like what they're talking about? Somebody going to be saying, "Look, look, while I'm running up and down this court, I'm doing this as my job, but I'm I, I need to be out be here for my Black Lives Matters movement." The, How are they still going to push the movement while playing? I'm just them saying. I'm asking the question because you're saying that they're going to come back. I don't really care. I mean, the, the same reason they talk. But about I'm saying, how are they going to push LeBron's that? Wearing or, um, I'm talking Smith about as LeBron. No, this not talking about that's as LeBron, not everybody else. That's, that's but him running up and down the court. How is he that aspect of the game? You know what I mean? Once they're on the court and everybody in the game's going, how is that part of that part of the movement? Because they're moving people from Mike. Well, my take on it, they're moving those posters from out on the street, from when that first game started to in front of the TV watching LeBron. Now that LeBron's playing, and I'm just using LeBron because he's the biggest name in the NBA. How is that doing? They'll run up and down the lines right now. Is there going to be something on the floor that we're seeing that's reminding us about this? That reminding, like, hey, when this it's game gonna is be, It's going to be the players and what they represent. Just like Ooh, it is which, for every but that's brand what I'm saying. Okay, wear. now look, now look, Steph, 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 hold, okay, hold on, you now listen. You guys are acting Steph. like they don't promote other Steph. stuff. You guys are Steph. acting Steph. like we're stuff We're not acting does like not nothing. This is the first. NBA this court. is the first thing that I said. But listen, I'm you're one of those. I'm one of those people that you're talking about, right? I don't follow LeBron anywhere else. When I see him on the court, that's the only time I see LeBron. Be honest. So when I see LeBron on that court, how is me watching that going to remind me about my movement? You know what he stands for. I don't because I don't watch him anywhere. I didn't see him. No, I saw one live thing about him and the family and the dancing and all that stuff. And that's the only thing I've seen of LeBron since the quarantine. You get the post game. You get the pre game. You get. And they talk all about that, when you're watching a game. Don't they say this is, tweet? This is this. They talk about it all when they did the when they did the Steph, Trayvon they, Martin. They're going to be bringing that up they, every game to everybody to where to the, the forefront to everybody. They brought up the hoodies when when Miami wore the hoodies. Guys, don't act like I'm this. Just, I'm just don't act like Steph. you haven't seen NBA not, players Steph, like promote stuff. We're not denying that, not denying but what that. like them talking about the the Craig Sager talking about the protest or talking about the the stance that LeBron makes when we all know it. What what is that doing? We differ here. I think that it's all still going to happen, and you guys think that NBA playing basketball games is going to be some detrimental hit to the movement, and I don't think that. that. I think it will help the movement. That's what I think. I think that any platform... mess up the money, bro. I think that that if Michael Jordan came out here and said something... You got to mess up the money. It would would help. You got to mess up the money. I think that if anybody came out here and Mm -hmm. used their platform, that it would help. We can't ask everybody to do everything they can and then say, hey, don't use your platform. Don't use that NBA platform, fam. Like, huh? Why wouldn't I use their cameras? Why wouldn't I use their money and their influence? I'm not saying that. I just want to know that when this is going forward, when we start this, that that is actually going to come. And I'm, I'm not saying that you start and you figure it out. I'm saying, like I said, you sit down and you tell them. Yeah. We're going to come back if you can agree to this. And once they do but that, how do you we, come back. How do we know that that's what their agreement is or they're going to follow through on their agreement before we get into this watching the game and doing all that stuff? Because we got to trust agreed, them. No, it's been agreed on and paperwork has been signed. Like we like, like how do it is. I, I don't want and, and that's my frustration because we're acting like it, it, we're acting like it's just like, let's play and then we'll see what happens. I'm saying that a structured plan should be in place, should be in place in order to go I'm forward. I'm telling you guys, I have a big ask on a social injustice front. Let's start there. Yes or no. Can we talk about this? If it's but that's, no, that's hypothetical. But I'm saying you're, you, that's what I'm saying. And that's, that's hypothetical. I, they have to go talk to them, right? Uh, th- yeah, the talk is hypothetical. You're right. I don't know what the answer is going to be. 
But I'm saying, if I'm an NBA player and they had a conference call with me to talk about coming back like they did to the stars of the league, they had mm-hmm. a conference call with them. Mm-hmm. I would be on that call saying, I'm down to come back. This is your, yeah. But okay. I want to see this. I need to have this down. Okay, out of, out of your feeling, I, right, I agree with what you're saying, that that's but that's what I'm saying. Do you think that that's what they're promoting or that's what they're bringing to the league as, as the only yeah. way we're going to come back? I sure hope so. Me too. I, and you have a lot of faith in all these other people. I'm, and I and, and I applaud and that's what I said. And, and I don't. And with the NFL, I, I felt the exact opposite. Of because the because yeah. the NBA has shown itself to be the most progressive, most with their players. That's a fact. If this was the NFL, I would not be saying this. Yeah, I would fact. not be saying this. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck, no, no, y'all niggas. I've been, I've been saying the NFL players. Well, just like you said, two things can be true. Just you know like you said, two things can be true. I 1,000% agree with that. They can be the most progressive and the most forward-moving league. And it's, that's a fact by far. Mm-hmm. But playing games can still be viewed as a distraction. And it, and it absolutely can be a distraction. That's all I'm saying. I, I understand that it could. I don't think that... I think that whenever you do something, there's pros and cons to it. I think the pros of that platform way outweigh the I cons. I don't. I just, that's where we disagree. I just I don't think that people are going to stop protesting because the NBA is being played. That, like, I just don't think that's going to happen. It's all of this crap. I, 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 I think it will. The numbers... That are at the protest, so I think we'll work out. The majority of this crap is happening because of uh, all these whack ass police out here. Did y'all see um, in Seattle where they like they pretty much blew up the precinct and the mm-hmm. precinct like they had to evacuate? There's a it's going down in Seattle right there's now. There's a bro mm-hmm. where that the precinct and like four blocks around it is a police free zone. Mm-hmm. I just found this out the other day. Mm-hmm. They got it like, blocked off with barricades. Any car that they don't recognize. That we should be doing that. Any car that they don't yeah. recognize, they drawing their weapons and coming like, what you what you doing the, up in at here? At the light, at the stoplight. Yeah. They had the CNN lady. They asked her. They was like, has there been any violence? They was like, there was violence setting up the community, but since it's been established, no, no violence at all. And I heard that the people, police are going by saying, hi, okay, you guys are good and just keep it pushing. It was, the, the lady was like, people are armed in there. There mm-hmm. are weapons in there, but mm-hmm. there's no violence. They put the camera on there. You see people walking through, picking up trash with the little pickers. People setting up their tents, setting up their little RVs and everything. They're just like, bro, I want to. I don't. I ain't trying to stay there a long time, but I'd, I'd love to go and check it out. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. Yeah, that's what I. What, what, I, I what I've seen, good. what I've read about it is that it's it's a couple of things. One, they're just furious with the police, mm-hmm. and two, they're trying to show like, look, right. It's this a, is what could happen when there's no. Pol- I don't think that there should be no police. I think that we need. A body for crime. I don't think the way that police forces. I think we need to do away with police how we have it, but we need to have a system in place to yeah, help people. To police police there needs to be, there yeah, needs you, to be way the, more the, things in place because yeah. I want to uh, scrap the whole police how it worked. At, like period. Ray Sharp, scoot, scoot to your left a little bit, Jesse. Ray Sharp Brooks shouldn't have had the police called on him. He didn't. I don't know, he was driving. He was driving. Yeah. But that, I think the police like, bro. Like bro, the fact the fact that Dylan Roof slaughtered an entire church, mm, and they took this nigga away. to Burger King mm-hmm. before they took him to the PD. Yeah, that's just. They could have drove Ray Shar Brooks home. Yeah, or yeah, let no, him walk, no, no, like you said. Agree, and that's what I mean by. Or take the, the nigga home. Yeah, that's the well, cop, and they, that's their job to take. Up until up until to take him to jail. Up until that cop shot him, I was pretty. Up until that old tussle, I was pretty cool with the way the cop handled things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was pretty, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I I know if I tweet that, people are like, no, this nigga right. Da, 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 da. I was pretty cool with it. Mm-hmm. He knew the nigga was drunk. He was like, I'm not trying to hear all your drunk talk. Would you agree with this? Would you agree? Would you agree? He's like, you know what? You're under- I don't think he should be arrested. Me mm-hmm. personally, I think we should have something in place where it's like, let's get you home. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're not out here trying to harm anyone. Mean, you, you, you made a, the world of a car intoxicated. I, I feel that, but I don't, I, don't think, I don't think people should get arrested. I don't, I don't think people should be doing time for that, bro. 
Like, get, get them home. I mean, I mean just people, people, yeah. oh, I get, there's got to be accountability. People do have to be responsible. But I just don't. I just don't saying, think, he wasn't going to go to jail for six months, Mike. He was yeah, going to spend the night in a drunk tank and get a take and get a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to get a DUI. That was it. But the reason, and to get to the defunding the police thing, I think more things should be in place for like, like if somebody, if somebody, perfect example, I forget what city it was, but in, in San Diego, in San Diego a few years ago, somebody called because um, they're, they're mentally, they was worried about their mentally challenged brother mm. and the police showed up and killed him. Mm-hmm. A wellness call. Yeah, they did a wellness check, killed him. Man. Hey, it's crazy. Like, I can't even do a wellness check on my uncle in Vegas right now because of that. I might have to drive up there and go see that nigga. Bro, the, the, I, it's crazy. That is wild. It's crazy that I can't and even I, I trust call, the police to go call one. No black man. I'm not calling the police to show up for no black man. And that's my point. I'm not doing that. Police shouldn't show up for things crazy. like that. What do you mean? If we call that's them to go ask, that's probably so. If he was like in a residential neighborhood, drunk in a car, okay, the police should come. I'm up talking and about. I'm, no. I disagree with that, but I'm even talking about like when when, when, when like a 5150 call. That shouldn't be for like that. That shouldn't be for the police. I mean, it depends on the area that he's at. Well, like on, no, I, there on should the be situation. If I, if I call, if I call and I tell you my mentally challenged brother needs some help, See, that's totally different. I'm not. I'm not. That, that's what I'm, I'm not speaking. Speaking. They could be yeah, okay. They can have a weapon. You can't send nobody over there today. You know what I mean? Do you Prepare think that, that? Do you? I feel. But that's but what I'm saying. saying it's a wellness check. Lady? So you told him that that's somebody who needs help. Yeah, but mentally do, help or yeah, physical yeah, but help. They, but, but you shouldn't be shooting a person. Do they have a registered gun? That's like, when they bring out the beanbags. No, I'm I'm saying I think the I think Mike's saying he don't think the police should be calling that. I'm saying the police need to handle it, dear. But yeah, I think the they police need to, need to be shown up for that because what if so I? So what are you saying? Another mentally? another entity needs to be provided. I think so. And that's that's those are by civics, uh just uh, citizens. They they can't be sworn in or so, something established. Just just like. A just, sworn body. Just like if somebody... But I mean, what are you swearing to? Just like if somebody Not calls... Not the same thing that they are. To, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So that, that's a civilian thing. Just like what's supposed to happen if somebody, calls, if somebody calls and is like, yo, my, my neighbor's got a four-year-old, and that four-year-old's been in there screaming all day. What's supposed to happen is social workers show up. CPS shows up. That's I what's supposed to happen. Then the, then the but that's that it evolved said, into that because they started mm-hmm. defunding everything. So mm-hmm. they just gave everything to the police, to police and then everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be Agreed. child protective services in place for things like that. They took that money. If my mentally challenged it, brother needs help, there should be something in place for all these different situations. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be on the police to go and deal with that. Check. And that's I one agree. thing where I will I where I will sympathize with the police. They're like, my nigga, we got they shouldn't be killing people. I'm not excusing that. Never ever excusing that. Black people, they shouldn't be killing nobody. Black white purple they shouldn't be killing nobody but they also shouldn't be the ones that get caught about every, every single thing that happens in, in their town a cat's in the tree and a pd well, has I, to come I get that i don't steph we can find another group of people to go do wellness checks this was, and they this talk is, about giving put, making more jobs this that's is, making more jobs this, this is what i'm saying i agree that maybe the police shouldn't be the ones to show up okay that's all I'm but yeah. i'm saying that i'm okay with them showing up Stop killing people, guys. Until they retrain, until they retrain, I don't want police showing. They showed the statistics on all these other countries. They, you got to get a degree to be a police in this in this mm-hmm. in this country. They've killed like two people in five years. Mm-hmm. You got to you got to be you got to get four years of training, three years of training over here, but us over here, twenty one weeks, and now give you a gun and a badge, and you get to go be a, a cowboy in your town. Like, what? You mean you go get? They've you killed, go get a they've killed a thousand. They've killed yeah. a thousand people since George Floyd, bro. And I'm it's not all black people to yeah, be fair, people, but they've yeah. killed a thousand people since George Floyd. I feel I'm not it's arguing ridiculous. with you guys on this. I'm just I'm just saying that I'm not, like we 
We, I understand you guys saying there needs to be another body, but if somebody, and I feel you, but everybody mentally ill ain't gonna be a, I could, somebody can show up and it could calm down and it's gonna be good. Some of them people is armed. And the people showing up, it can't be, I get there, it's like, oh shit, let me call the cops. This gotta get dealt with. You know, so training, some type of training. No, no, no. I, and I, no, and that's what I'm saying. But if you're talking about not sending the police, are you talking about sending an armed social worker? Like, no, you don't have to be an armed with a shoot to kill weapon. No, I'm not to I'm, handle situations. No, I, I know that, but if but Bruh, if listen, having a step, body into play step, here, that person has to be trained for whatever's gonna happen, right? If you have a what coming into play, if we're sending somebody, I'm using Jesse's example. Hey, I got a mentally ill mm-hmm. um, loved one. I'm doing a wellness check. Mm-hmm. Whoever shows up has to be ready for whatever. They have to be we're ready not for whatever. That. that that's what you. Step that that's part of the training and stuff that goes along with it, right? But, so that's but I'm saying, saying you, that person's also going to be armed because they have to be ready for whatever. I don't think it should be. The Y'all want to show up to a random person's house that's agitated and no way to if, protect themselves? If I, that's my job that I signed up for, you took those trainings. You went there before you got to be that person that that's called. You went through a lot of extensive training to handle these people. You see, say you get to that point where you're like, okay, this is too far out of my realm. I need to do a level up and call the police. If there was but, a situation, but, you know, but I might show up there and it's, it's already but Steph, to that level. Even, That's what I'm saying. Even if they every are situation armed, is not a even if it's an armed and social worker, and which I disagree with, but even if it is an armed social worker, it should not be the police. Because the police have a system in place where they can do whatever the hell they want and get away with it. I don't think social workers are going to have that. I don't think all these other Nobody entities that will. we establish will. will have that. Nobody. I think that anybody that we say could gonna call up in an emergency situation They'll like, we'll get like they. I'm not saying we'll giving them a pass on call, killing people, but we're gonna give them a certain leeway to deal with these people, not killing them. But I'm saying I don't. Me personally, I mean, you talking about me? Yeah. I don't want to show up in no situation and find out I ain't prepared for this. You got to call backup. I don't want to do that. That's you right now that. in this field, though. Like if if I if I would like my job, if somebody somebody calls me. As a security guard or whatever, say, hey, there's somebody going on over here. I don't know if that person is whatever's going and I on. I think that's dangerous for you. Facts, that's but that's saying. what I'm saying. I, I take trainings. I take trainings to protect myself for that. But that is still my job that I applied for. See what I'm saying? I can't turn around because I personally don't have that training or lack of. But you're of. not trained for everything, and that's what I'm saying. So my point, Steph, is though, if a social worker comes, nobody's up, trained for everything. If a social worker, if a social worker pulls up. I'm betting if it's the social worker and a cop showing up to the, to the same situation, my guess is that the cop is going to be the one to bust their gun first. That's number one. Also, if a social worker shows up and does that shooting, I don't think a social worker is going to get away with killing someone. I agree. Which is you. the main problem. I'm not di- that, like I said, bro, I'm not disagreeing with you guys there. Um, I feel, this is how I feel, I feel like you guys like are kind of like, it'll be good as long as it's not the cops. It ain't going to be good. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying every situation is going to be good. And the cops are definitely an issue. Loss of life is always bad. No, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, that it's not. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I wasn't yeah. saying you were saying that. But all, all I'm saying is like, I'll use a social worker. A social worker, if they're like, okay, this is the job. We're giving you guys back this responsibility. You guys are going to be responding to these kind of calls. The social workers are going to be like, because I know a social worker. And they've shown up to places where that parent... It's not letting that kid go, and they got a gun. I don't want to show up there and got to call the cops. He already has a gun. He's already agitated, bro. But in those situations, and in those situations, what's supposed to happen is the social worker then calls the police. I know, but this, this is what I'm saying. 
Every situation ain't the same. I get in the house, then they get agitated and they got the gun. I'm in here with them already. And now I got to be ready to handle that situation. They have that that already in the job that they have now. They have those situations. So that's what I'm saying. So that person that that you're talking of, they should, going in that situation, have a certain level of training to for that. To recognize this and all that other stuff. All I'm saying is I think that the reason, like, they're defunding things and they said we can move this over to the cops because they are also supposed to be ready for that situation. I don't agree with that. I mean, I think that was the thinking initially. No, they were they were just trying to save money. They were money. trying to save money. They were but trying to save money. But they're also... Come on, dog. They have... They, no, 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 I, can, I, can, I, can, I can show you the facts. No, 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 this, this is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying that they wrote it down and said they're ready for this. But with their training, they are ready for emergency situations to deal with agitated people. In the beginning... That's not true. Police... I thought, you said so, I thought you said social work. No, that's what I'm saying. They moved it over to the cops because they're saying, oh, we're assuming that they, they should be. be able to handle this. And they haven't been. And I agree with you guys there. But I'm t- I think that that's the police system. I think that anybody that shows up is going to have to be ready for whatever. And I think that I think that majority of people, like I said, I know a couple of social workers. They don't like that part of their job. Yeah. Because they're not the police. <laughs> they're not walking in there with a vest on. You know what I'm saying? They don't like that whole, I got to come in here, and they know I'm here for a confrontation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't like that. They feel dang, they, they feel scared every time they have to do it. And the cops are supposed to be ready and prepared for that. And that, that's why I think that they moved it over to the cops. Of course, the defunded. And, and I know, we started, we started off with saying that they have too much on their plate to where they're taking shortcuts in the little situations. Traffic stops. Taking shortcuts because you have so much on your plate to deal with and manage is how this all came about, though. And to me, it's and not that, an they, and, thing. If huh? you over, to me, it's not, oh, they have too much on their plate. That's why That's what they're saying. That's but, but, but this is what I'm saying. Then it'll be happening to everybody. The, po- the police are the ones saying they have too much on their plate. That's no, no, what I'm saying. I'm, That's not what saying I'm not saying that they don't. I'm saying that, That's okay. what you just said, though. No. I'm not trying to argue. Yeah, I'm telling I, you what you just said. And I feel like you're missed part of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, then, and I also said that then they should be killing everybody. You're overworked, so you're killing black people? <laughs> Does that make sense? That, that you should be since shooting... George Floyd, there's been a, a thousand deaths of all Yes, yes, that's since George Floyd. But we're talking about we're, we're killed way more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. That, that, like, I'm not arguing that with nobody. I just want to talk, but that's what we're talking about. Like, no, no one's they're killing that. way more of us. That ain't because you're overworked. You know what I'm saying? It's like... If, if you're overworked, you got too much on yeah, your plate. That's the frustration okay. of it. We, you know we what I'm know saying? that, but you I'm, know saying, what I'm saying, but that's it's, to me, it's I think not that's a frustration point. thing. It I think, ain't a frustration thing. Like, damn, no, I no, no, no. It's, it's, it's definitely it's, it's definitely racism, but I think being overworked has a little bit of get into it. We could we could yeah. we could leave all that alone. I do like when we argue on here, though. Mm-hmm. I will say that it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, y'all know, aren't you? For the record, I think he was wrong still. Y'all know, I always got these random questions. I do too, but like I said, we can agree to disagree and then move on. Wrong where, though? Like, that's what I'm saying. Because like, those, like, so, those, <laughs> I, I don't know, those social workers, that's though, right. you know what I'm saying? They they have to be ready for that level because of what you're going for, Steph. Hey, you, I, I mean, Jesse, I'm telling you, I know them, and they're saying they're not. They're and that's their not. fault. No, that's not that's their fault. Yes, it is, bro. Steph, fault. if your job, if your job, if your to me, in my why field, it would be. Be, they why are they not armed? I don't know why they're not armed. Because I don't, because, I don't because do their, their profession. Job, no, exactly. Bro. That's what I'm saying. I don't because, know why they're not armed. Whoever constructed that organization. And that's what I'm saying. That's why they're not ready. And we're saying they need to be ready because I don't want to have to always have to depend and call on the police. 
Those co- those social workers, if their job would permit them, like, if their job would, because you you're you're saying that the cops are supposed to be ready. That's and I'm saying I'm, they're supposed to they, be ready. They should have supposed to been ready. But I but I'm saying what you're wrong about is they they you're saying that they shouldn't have to be dealing with those situations. And, and I'm saying why not? Like, why not? For the record, these thoughts like, I work with children. Fam. These these thoughts. I'm not here to get shot at. I don't carry bullets with people. I, that ain't what I do. I do paperwork. I deal with families you, and kids. Why am I in here putting dealing on with that? Going, going in gun? somebody's house, going in another person's house, you're going to have to deal with the specification and ramifications that are in their household. And to you're be you're coming into their household to take somebody from them. And to be clear, whenever their to be clear, whenever their assignment is to go to somebody's house and take a kid out, there is a cop with them. For the record, not all the time, not all the time, they're, and most of the time they have to call. Them. To be. No, they. They're, they're, I said no. they're supposed to be. There's not supposed to be a I'm, cop with I'm them. I'm telling you what they told me. I'm telling you what a social worker told me. And I worked a, in childcare for 15 years, and I a know lady that's that a fact. worked. A lady that worked with mom told me we are we're supposed to show up. They all have they all have county cars. Mm-hmm. They show up on their own. They're not escorted. They show mm-hmm. up on their own, and mm-hmm. when it gets to a certain level, they're training. They are supposed to remove themselves. Mm-hmm. Keep it calm and call the authorities. Mm-hmm. That's what they're supposed, supposed to do. To do. Mm-hmm. We're not, not supposed with to show system. up with the cops because that edges people on. Right. They don't want to show up and edge you on. They just want to go there, get the kid out, or do your little home visit and leave. Mm-hmm. So they don't show up with the cop. That's fair. Like, I, I how, misspoke. You're there's right. how, there's You're houses right. that they're like, we You're got right. problems here. Take the cops show with, with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they got a little hostile. But you know what I'm saying? Like if, if the bulk of my job, if 90% of my job is paperwork sitting down with inter- sitting down in families and interviews in my office and then another 10 percent every now and then i gotta go out there i'm not gonna be as ready as what the standing police force is supposed to be ready for and nor do i think that they should be throwing vest on people that signed up to work with kids and handed them a gun i don't think that's smart either i think that those people are walking in there scared and they're gonna do something too you know to be clear, these these ideas and these thoughts that I have ain't nothing flushed out. It's just me trying to come up with solutions to keep people alive. Oh, oh, for that's sure. What, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. We can move on. I won't ask no more questions. That was Jesse's fault. We tried to move on. That it was Jesse's fault. It was. It's all good. I ain't tripping. It was. Ain't tripping. That's what I do, though. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. All right, so look. So that's why I fit, man. Uh-huh. You, meet, you meet someone through a friend. So let's say, just I'll use Lashana as an example just because he's sitting in the room. You don't know LaShawn, but he's my homie. Mm-hmm. And you meet him, and y'all get cool. Mm-hmm. But then me and LaShawn have a falling out. And me and LaShawn ain't cool no more. Do you stay friends with LaShawn? Or do yeah. you think it's okay to stay? I'm set up. You can do what you want, but I'm saying, would you like? Would you think it's okay to stay friends with LaShawn? I mean, are we given it? Huh? It depends on what has happened. There's things that's like, if me and my man is like, I meet Jesse's friend. He have a falling out with his friend. I got cool with him. I'm probably not going to be hanging out with homeboy. I met him because of Jesse. But if I got cool with homie, me and homie fly, and then, like, he did something. Like, he did something that's, like, kind of, like, like, he, like, yo, he still ain't gave me back my 30 bucks I borrowed. I let him borrow. I'm going to be like, fam. You know what I'm saying? If my homie mad at me for that, I'm like, no, you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if it's like, yo, I got in a fight with homie, or he tried to do my sister dirty or some type of shit, I'm like, oh, I can't fuck with homie. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it's levels it's levels to it. You know what I'm saying? If y'all had a physical altercation, you're like, I don't fuck with dude no more. I'm like, all right, shit, I met him because of you. But I'm fly with homie. Y'all had a little minor misunderstanding. I'm like, dog, I seen homie at the wreck. I dapped him up with you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't. Well, no, dapping somebody up is one thing. But I'm talking about, like, big kicking, big chilling, 
going to the game. No, nah, it's hard. In general, no. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. It's hard because it, it happens with me and my close friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's hard because it makes me not want to be able to hang out with either one. Because how can I invite one and they're both yeah. my friends? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How do you have something and you yeah. can't invite one? You gotta mm-hmm. invite. You can't invite neither one. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then without one person feeling this type of way. But me personally, it have to do with the situation. Mm-hmm. I'd have to talk to my friend. You know what I mean? I I have to really understand why he rubbed you the wrong way. What's going on here? To see if, okay, he might could do that to me and I can't mess with homie. Because I don't know him and I didn't meet him like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like Steph said, he owed you five, ten bucks and you don't like that he go out and buy McDonald's or something. You know what I mean? You seen him on the gram, he bought some shoes. That's a a personal issue. Mm -hmm. But if, but, you know, I mean, but as a, if we have to draw a gray line, it's a line in the sand without all those interactions, then I'm going to rock with the person that I, you know what I mean, I came friends with. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll let this person into my life, into my heart, and you know what I mean? That's who I'm rocking with. And, and for me, it took me, like, it took me That's trying to get older to get to the point to where I'm like... Same. Because before, I'd be like, man, fuck that nigga, Same. man. Same. And then at one point, I was like, I remember this specifically. I said I said to Jeff, it was something, with, it was something back in the day with... Um, Jeff Smith. Yeah, it was something with Jeff. And it was something like with Martrell or whatever. And they like, it, it was during basketball, so you wasn't cool with him. And Jeff was getting mad at me because I said something about him. And I was like, fam. Like, and I remember being like, I felt like in a spot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I knew both of them pretty well. You know, I didn't know Jeff longer. He's probably, I'm probably closer with Jeff, but I was cool with, uh, with Martrell too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was like, what you want me to do, bro? Like, that's mm-hmm. why I said, I was like, what you want me to do? What you want me to fight this nigga? Because you mad at him? Like, come on, mm-hmm. dog. Like, yeah. You mad at that over what? You know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, yeah, I'm 100% with it. It depends and on the, And the, that wasn't, like, thinking about it, that was in high school. We had that group of friends that we had in high school. Nigga, that shit reached probably a whole city wide. You feel me? Now that we're grown and in our 30s, our circle's about this. So if you, if one of my niggas is crossing somebody out, fam, you're nine, seven tenths crossed out mm-hmm. of everything that's out mm-hmm. here. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I took that situation and applied it, like, later in life to be like, Bro, it ain't that serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's been people that, like, Kevin is associated with that I haven't, like, been exactly cool with. And, like, when I was younger, I'd be like, man, why do you fuck with this nigga? You know I don't fuck with this nigga, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, that ain't that nigga's issue, bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. like? That's mm-hmm. just getting older and mature. It's like, it ain't that nigga's issue. Like, what you want me? What you what I want? When I'm mad at him now? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm mad at homeboy now. I'm mad at him. Like, I got to be mad at everybody that just smile at this nigga. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I ain't got much. I ain't got that much hate in me. Yeah, or I ain't got that much time. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's and honestly, that's what sucks about my profession because I got to be a cynical person and I don't like that shit. Okay. To be honest, it's a conflict of interest, but that's what I'm. I mean, that's what I'm good at. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, that shit. That shit sucks because I'm a. I'm a very nice, you know, mean person. I like. I'm empathetic. I sympathize with people, and I got to get out there and treat everybody like they're a fucking criminal, and that shit sucks. Until I can prove it, you're innocent. Like. Mm-hmm. And that's a safety precaution. That shit sucks. I still no excuse to kill motherfuckers though. Yeah, I can't like I can't just without knowing the facts and the details just be like nah. But and to me it might be like like th- that's happened to me with motherfuckers at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like I've literally walked in the gym, people were like yo, fam's right there. You fucking with him? I'm like nah, I don't fuck with that nigga. And then they like. Your man sitting there talking to him like nigga, so you know mm. what I'm saying? Like I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. Like y'all, y'all not know. quite. Oh, you, you could tell me off here though, or you could say it on the mic. Homeboy I used to coach with. 
Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know okay, what I'm okay. saying? Like, and see, I, yeah, that would have been the first. That yeah, would have been the first instance for me. You're like, oh I'm no, sure, we not, I'm we sure not go, that. we not go talk about all of that. But that's 100 yeah. percent a situation where that's it's like, no, nah, I don't mess with you. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, I've been at the gym and homeboys walked in and somebody I know is talking to him. They're like, oh, your man is talking to him. Like, oh, I'm I like, see. no, I ain't got. Come on, my nigga, what you want? Yeah. I don't fuck. Like, we don't do business no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not cool with him like that no more. That don't mean my man don't got like a say what's up. Can't say like, what's up. Now, now I'd have a problem if homeboy over there talking shit on me mm-hmm. and he comfortable doing that in front of you. No, that that's never that's cool. That's never cool. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's never You know cool. what I'm saying? And that's a whole different situation. But in general, nah, fuck no, bro. Like I'm like, what's your issue? Like you know, there's mm-hmm. there's things that you might know, homeboy, and if your man tell you something like, like, like oh, homeboy, like. Homeboy's being disrespectful. And your man just might, he might know him and then he might have to see him because he mm-hmm. saw him before you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to take that, hey, homeboy got to see me. Like, you might tell me something. I'm like, hey, man, I know that's your man, bro, but he going to have to see me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If it's something disrespectful like that, yeah, there's all bets are off. But in general, nah, we had a little tiff. Nah, bro, you going to you gonna have to eat that. You can't mm-hmm. expect me to be what you want me to. Like, what you want me to do? You want to kill a nigga, man? Like, yeah, what, start what you knocking niggas out. What you want? Yeah, like, come on, dog. And like you said, bro, it's too grown for that type of shit. Like, that's that's a petty like. It's negative energy. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I stay in the house before I put negative energy in the world. Yeah, for me, it's, it's <clears throat> for me, it's definitely situational. Like, I don't really get like super cool with people at this point anymore. Not for any reason, just because. I just I ain't got time. don't like I've like being a cameraman. I've definitely met like some camera dudes. That's cool. And we've developed like relationships and stuff. But like even still, I don't I don't know if I would and I hope this would sound bad. I know a few of them listen to the podcast. Like, I don't know if I'd call them friends. Like, we definitely cool. We definitely yeah. associates. We like, oh, I left a memory card. Let me borrow that. Or like, oh, I got this interview. Mm-hmm. What should I do? Like type of thing. Like we like we're cool. Like we have mm-hmm. a relationship. But, but I don't like. No harm in yeah, 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 yeah. But I, don't, I can't. So I'm saying all that to say, like, I don't, I don't really think, like, I'm finna, like, I'm like, I threw the hypothetical, so let me stick with it. I, it's definitely situational for me. Like, mm-hmm. if, if he, like, if it's something that goes against, like, my morals, mm-hmm. then, then, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and cut homie off. Even if he didn't do it to me. Okay. If it goes against my morals, then I'm okay. cutting homie off. But, if, like you said, if it's something that, like, that I feel like y'all can get past, I'm gonna be like, oh, bro, you tripping. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not finna, if, if I know you're not cool, I'm not finna bring him around you. No, but that's dumb. I'm not gonna, yeah. That's, and then that's, I'm actually gonna try and because it is my mutual friend too. I'm gonna have to try and dis- keep y'all apart. The situation, yeah, right. or de-escalating. You know what I mean? Right. Go through Put that first right. situation. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I mean, I'll try like one or two times, but you know, I mean, in my in my age, I used to go hard for that. Now, man, you don't want it. I'm not pushing nothing. I'm not no car salesman. <laughs> not my job it's not my job you're grown your decisions made up I only got a couple and they not I ain't got no segue for another one but I did want to ask you though a celebrity a celebrity chick that you think is pretty that most dudes probably don't think is pretty mm. I'll go first and y'all could I don't okay I ain't even gonna put a prerequisite on it mine is Tracy Ellis Ross Oh my goodness <laughs> see I do it nah, nah, Tracy Ellis Ross is straight straight where not in the face nigga 
Stop. I think she's cute, bro. I think Tracy Ellis Ross is mad pretty, bro. I do. He's been saying that shit for years. With her weird, with her weird ass smile. I think she's cute. How you say that? I like it though. I feel you. I like it though. I think I think she's pretty, bro. I feel you. And and I had to ask because I've said that a couple. I don't know if around you, but I've said that a couple times. Nigga, be like, you You think she? You said Tracy Ellis to me. How old is Tracy? She. I don't know. She. She looks. She looks good to me. She look good to me. I like, I like Tracy Ellis. And I'm a light. I like the light skin you look. <laughs> Tall, everything. Nah, nigga. Nah, nah, nah. What, what about y'all? Yeah. Anybody come to mind? Yeah, I think people think she's pretty, but they don't like. They probably not. They probably not like. Ooh, shit! Like Angela Simmons is that for me? No, that don't count. The whole world think Angela no. Simmons look good. Yeah, she bad. Okay. She great. Angela Simmons is crazy. <laughs> Ain't <laughs> nobody gonna disagree. People might say like, nah, she not a dime. <laughs> yeah, but, but ain't nobody gonna say she's not cute. Ain't nobody gonna say like, that. I don't think the people. Oh shit, Jesse just did. I don't think people like uh, Tracy Ellis Ross idiots. Bruh, I'm not hitting on Tracy Ellis out in the streets. Oh, you I'm gonna look at her and be like, dang, she got yellow body, she bad. But stay your ass across the street, man. <laughs> Bring your ass over here. Don't get too close to me, my nigga. Make my eye hurt, man. I'm dead ass. Yeah, I don't know if I got one. Let me, let me think. I ain't got none. Nah, nah, nah. I was gonna say uh, she, she an athlete. I was gonna say Sloane Stevenson, but she popping. Like, I think mm-hmm. people take she popping. I don't even know what she looked like. Sloane Stevenson, a tennis player. Oh, let me pull. Let me pull her up. Yeah. we objectifying. That's all right. <laughs> it's a bunch of men on the podcast. It'll happen. <laughs> Damn. Oh, she. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she kind of cute. Oh yeah, I give you that. I don't think she all that cute. She, 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 she cool. I'm about to get on her gram, man. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say her gram is probably showing her best work. <laughs> her best work. <laughs> oh, I got one. I mean, niggas think she bad, but I think she ugly. That girl Serena. I'm sorry. Stop. You think she ugly? Damn. We gotta stop. Damn. We gotta stop. Y'all niggas like this. We gotta stop. Oh, we I gotta can't. stop with this. With this, bro. There is a lot of people that slander. Uh, <laughs> The slander are queen, bro. Serena Williams, bro. She's popping, bro. No, she's not. No, she's not. Fat, no, she's not. Nah, I'm not gonna let that ride. I'm gonna change the subject before we get ourselves in trouble. She's popping, bro. Last question before we get out of here. When, when, and how did you learn how to fight? Tactics class. So, as a grown man. Um, no, I actually started taking this stuff when I was small. That's how I knew I wanted to be a police officer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. My first one, I was like, okay, I at least know I'm not no punk throwing my hands. And that's the first step. If you're not scared to get hit, then, I mean, if you're scared to get hit, you can't fight, to be honest with you. That's a fact. Every, <laughs> every, every grown man should be punched in the face and have their heart broken by the time they're 21. And yeah. I firmly believe that. By the time they're maybe even 18, but 21 at the latest. Oh, heart broke. When did I, when did you learn how to fight? Or when, when did you... When did you? I just threw the heartbreak thing in there because it, it took me somewhere else. But when, did, when, and how did you learn how to fight? I'm not even sure. I remember like when you even see my dad. It wasn't around, so I had to learn like on the fly. Yeah, with putting on gloves outside the house mm-hmm. against the Mexican nigga who was talking stuff that I didn't even know what you're talking about, and you guys are telling. I was that young. They were like, "Oh, fight this for." I'm like, "For what? Who is this guy?" I don't know, but. Okay, whatever, nigga. Y'all niggas is scared, then whatever. And then it happened again in middle school. 
that was actually the second time and I was like that's when I was like okay I need to have some structure behind this shit because <laughs> this just trying to figure it out as I go I got three sisters my name I can't I'm not fighting in the house yeah. you know what I mean I'm not can't catch me outside being stupid. I don't. I let you let it marinate. I don't I remember don't, mine. Yeah, I don't remember when. <laughs> I, I remember the time frame though. I was dead. I was definitely in elementary school. Y'all I was in fighting niggas though. I was in first grade. <laughs> yeah. I was in first grade. I got beat up three times in a row. <laughs> mm. Not like back to back days, but I had three fights and I took three L's. Mm. And that last time I came like with a big old like thing on my face. Like I got rocked. I, mean, I came in the house. My mom was hot. Told my dad, he's like, hey, this dude is getting beat up every day. You know how parents put a gun on This dude, your son is getting beat up every day at school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to take him in the backyard and teach him how to fight. So, yeah, first grade, Pop took me in the back. You know, showed me how to, you know, how to square up, how to throw your hands. And I'll never forget the first thing he said was like, son, you small. So, you're going to have to throw the first punch and you got to make it count. You mm-hmm. can't let nobody start the fight on you. You mm-hmm. got to throw the first punch and make it count. <laughs> so, that was when I learned how to fight. First grade, after getting knocked out three yeah, times in a row. Formally taught me how to fight. The earliest I could remember being like, okay, I need to like put this shit together. I got in like a little fight in fifth grade at school. Mm. I got in a fight in fifth grade at school. I no, I, I want to say I was in sixth grade. I think you was in fifth grade. Yep, you was walking home from O'Farrell. Yeah, I and I seen you at school. And you was like, I told so and so, and I seen a nigga walking home. Mm-hmm. So I ran up on him, and that like I took the L. Like I got roughed up, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. That's not gonna happen to me again. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I just seen him. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yo, my brother. Yeah, yeah, your brother Mike. All right. He pulled my hood over. He pulled my uh, my hoodie over me. That's happening and to me too. Hit me. It, it, I mean, he didn't like just fly up, but he hit me a couple times. I got up. I hit him a couple times. He threw me against the wall, punched me, and I was like, all right, all right enough. I didn't really have my shit together. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's not gonna happen again. Next time. I'm not gonna have a jacket on, and I'm gonna keep my. You know what I'm saying? I'll start putting mm-hmm. my, start putting my shit together. I ain't gonna let them get close to me. You know what I mean? Like, I think everybody got like little rules. They own like little set of rules in their head for fighting and shit. Like, I got a rule. Like, you're not gonna get your hands on me. What was like, That's not gonna happen. I said we was gonna close the podcast. You can keep president, talking about my that. My president's black. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that that was from now. It was probably fifth or sixth grade. Fifth or sixth grade. Cause I remember fighting with Ronnie when I was in fifth grade. I remember getting in a fight with Ronnie and like my my friends that I had at that age, and being like, like I want to say we won the fight because niggas we was fighting, but I was, was like, damn, like that shit was like it was hard, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Not for but real. no, but definitely that that time that time I remember coming from O'Farrell, seeing you at school on the field, and then walking home. I think you stayed at the school, right? He was like, I'm staying, I I'm staying so. about the school. You had a play, I had practice, rehearsal. yeah, play mm-hmm. practice or something, and I'm walking home. I'm like. The nigga, oh okay, you know what I'm saying? And they got they got worked, and I was like, okay, I gotta learn how to do this better. Mm-hmm. Took it to another. I mean, of course, it's like I'm a grown man now, and it's a whole bunch of years in between. But definitely took it to another level when I went when I moved to LA and was hanging out with Shaky all the time. Yeah, oh. definitely for sure. Like that's man though. Learn how to really put <laughs> that him that nigga ran LA for a decade. <laughs> Stop it. Anybody needs to learn from that nigga? What? Never seen anybody like Shake, and he. And, and he said he ran it. Yeah, he said he ran it for a decade. That's when I was. I didn't have a number put to it. No, I didn't put no. He definitely. It was definitely like his a five-year stretch where it was like he did. Not and this is when he was like actively no, like 10. boxing and going to the gym, like fighting dudes from the other hood, like the real way. Like mm-hmm. OGs from the neighborhood was like, nah, put the gloves on. This nigga went undefeated. 
Mm. Rocking niggas. <laughs> For a whole decade, that boy monster, boy. I'll let you know now. Hey, before we get out of here, since we didn't touch too big on it, shout out to the wife. Hold it down another week. She stuck with me, y'all. <laughs> Every week, yeah. I'm going to keep it real. I'm not the easiest person to be with. I ain't going to fuck. Yeah, man. Shout I got, out to my shorty, man. I got shit, two years, man. been dealing with my shit, man. Because I know she, she woke up today and was like, this nigga, man. Or, or when she came home last night, was like, this nigga, man. Going to come home today and be like, this nigga, man. going to come home today and be like. See, that's the worst part. That's why I say shout out to her. Like, she, I can't be the only married nigga on the podcast not shouting his wife out. No, so shout not out, at all. Shout, shout out to out. you, wife, quiche, lady, baby. I love you. Time. Shout out to you. <laughs> you dig? You gonna get me in trouble? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those apology things, y'all. This will make it better. Right, baby. Put you on a pop, nigga. You gotta wait to the end, though. <laughs> we had a few convos run a little long, but that happens when you're in the family room, man. This has been Family Room Podcast, episode 49. I'm Mike Rome. Stefan Rome. I'm Stefan Tweet. Jesse Williams. Jesse. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. Family Room Podcast, episode 49. We out.